Prepare yourself for some audio nonsense brought to you by some 30-year-old kids. Here, you're going to get our thoughts on whatever we feel like talking about, but you're going to quickly be reminded that these thoughts are coming from some grown men, maybe in some, with a childish mind. I almost said childish body, but that was going to get a little weird. <laughs> a little, uh, <laughs> subway guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your boy. Uh, what was his name? That I was crazy. Know. I don't even know his Jared name. Jared yeah, Ogle. That's your boy. Bro. That documentary was wild. Because <laughs> he wasn't alone. Ugh, he had an accomplice? Everybody in the crew. <laughs> so it was, it was two of them and that dude's wife. They was all nasty. Yeah, that's more, one person doing it is disgusting. But when you got multiple people coming together on how they can... Uh, figure out a way to get through yeah. this it was, it was, young situation. It was Jared... And the head of the Jared Fogel Foundation, both of them was both nasties. I'm God just putting in my resignation. Once I start, I start going on his laptop and I start seeing things that shouldn't be there. I'm just go ahead while I'm on to type up my letter of resignation and just go ahead out. The FBI had to go through five terabytes of stuff, and the reason they went to the first dude's house is because they was looking for um animal. Uh, videos that they had and then when they was looking for the animal video they was like um is that a child they found the children and then they have found cameras and little cameras in all the rooms and stuff in the kids rooms like right in front of the bed in the uh, in the showers and all that all right so what if you was at work and you said oh let me just uh you use somebody's computer real quick for something very simple and you just accidentally stumble across a folder that says like work or something but Ends up being some some nasty in there. What's your next move, HR? You gonna confront this person? I'm snitching, <laughs> even though because the <laughs> the the, uh, the lady that uh, first because Jared volunteered this information. That's she was she was a simply interviewer. It was at some kid thing, and he leaned over and said something like, uh, "Middle school girls are hot" or something like that, and she was like, "Huh." And so then she started uh, interviewing him and trying to get more information and recording him. And when she got all the information, him confessing all kind of different stuff, she took it to the FBI and they was like, whoa, this is unbelievable information you got me. But uh, also what you did is a crime. You can't record someone without that. <laughs> so we're going to get him and then we're going to come back around and get you. So, so for her not to get in trouble, she had to work for the FBI to bust uh, Jared. So she had to, she had to do this all this time, and it wasn't even her stuff that uh, necessarily got him put down. He's only in jail for fifteen years, and it was numerous kids. I mean, all you said was five terabytes. That's a terabyte is enough for a life sentence to me for this. <laughs> he should get. He, he should. He, I think he got fifteen off of pure words because they didn't have like video footage of him doing it. They had all that nasty. He said, "That's tough." He got fifteen years off of saying all kind of nasty stuff. We're not even gonna go into the evidence because we're going to the evidence. He's in, in He was going across the uh, country, and he wasn't discriminating either. Boys. Girls between the ages of 16, I mean, not 16, sorry, that's too old, six, from the ages of six to, like, 16. He was, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, what do you, 
Do you prefer MVS? Uh, <laughs> Either <laughs> way, discriminator. You gonna go this far? <laughs> and then, and then uh, he was asking about. Uh, he was asking the lady that was interviewing. Him, he was like. Uh, so who's gonna be there? And, he, and she was naming him. She was like, "Well, who's that?" And she was like, uh, "She's only seven years old." And he said, "Describe her for me." She's seven years old. <laughs> this man Jared was a sicko. It's <laughs> nasty. And the most uh, shocking thing I saw was he was on the red carpet of Avengers: Age of Ultron. Yuck! He didn't deserve to see that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. your eyes, <laughs> Mister <don't> Nasty. Deserve to lay on such greatness. I mean, Josh Whedon was a little nasty too. Yeah, he, was so nasty. he wasn't a kid nasty though. Yeah, he, was <laughs> he was a dot nasty. Yeah, he was a dot nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, if I don't see Josh Whedon is the evolved version of Jared Fogle. <laughs> and Jared was two hundred and ten pounds when they put him away. So that subway weight he lost was that's still a little. He was looking a little hefty. Yeah, I don't not nah, see makes his stuff more untrustworthy. You was right running the subway when you saw Jared. Uh, Yo, you can get the, the such and such meal. And look at me. I'm, my it, pants is. If at the time when he was doing that, if I needed to lose that amount of weight, that would be pathetic because we were children. I mean, we did go to conditioning camp. Get these two chunky little boys. Get them something to do during the summer. <laughs> That's sad. And basketball. You got to double up this summer, big boy. (laughs) Did we only do them camps like it was maybe a month total? Probably. (laughs) Well, two more months of summer left. (laughs) And we was injured some of that conditioning camp. Mm -hmm. I got bit by a spider. (laughs) I had a jammed finger, and I was surely acting like I couldn't do anything. Uh I was like, "Ah, my leg's too swollen. (laughs) I can't run up that hill that y'all want me to run up. (laughs) That's ultimate laziness. (laughs) At kid's age. When you had a conditioning camp and trying to get out of the stuff that you do to get in condition. Yeah, that was a good fit. <laughs> we tried it. The basketball camp was fun <laughs> until I lost. Oh yeah. <laughs> Ugh. <sighs> but we, we, we both got an All Star game. Then we play like the the coaches or something. I believe so. And they had like gloves or something on. That ain't fun. <laughs> I don't know why I remember them like punching uh, boxing gloves on. <laughs> oh yeah, they did have something stupid. And I only gave them four points that game too. Which if I think I shot once in that game. <laughs> Uh, stuff as a kid is stupid, but I mean, uh, I mean, this works perfectly with the shows. Did we start the show? Sort of, kind of. Because <laughs> I look down and I see seven minutes, and and I really don't remember. <laughs> sort of, kind of. <laughs> it was all kid related. It was Jared's Jared. fault. Yeah, always see? Jared's fault. He's he's a menace. That he's taking over. He's being a menace to kids. Shows with kid in the title. <laughs> That man's something else. Uh, But this is 30-year-old kids. Clearly, as you can see, you're going to get some adults who get into some nonsense. And you're going to forget that you're listening to two grown men talking, not kids. But I am Leo Archibald, and I'm here with... Kion LaPennysworth Taylor Joy Johnson Van Sant. Put it all on ID. On the back of my jersey. That's all last name. <laughs> That's how Giannis's last name was looking to people when he first got yeah, in the league. That, that, was, that, name. that was wrapped around his number. <laughs> Going over to the front, starts to meet the buck at the front. Right. Kumba. Well, we already kind of dove into, you know, some of 
some childish things or some childish stuff from our childhood. But as we always want to do, want to open this up with something maybe, you know, childish that we went through recently before we start tackling some some subject matter that we want to get into. And then we'll end the show off with some boring adult stuff that we may have did <laughs> recently. So to open things up, I want to kick it off by, you know, sharing something that I feel is timely. You know, March Madness is literally right around the corner or might be starting depending on when y'all listen to this. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. So <laughs> just give that free reign there. So with that being the case, I want to go back to when we were younger and uh, we used to do some mini basketball tournaments or games, <laughs> but we didn't do it outside on a basketball court or maybe even in the indoor court. We did it in a makeshift court that we created in your living room. Uh-huh. We had a basketball hoop over the door. Yep. And then we had a pretend basketball hoop over the on window. the opposite side, over the window. <laughs> now you're probably asking, like, okay, what were y'all doing when we were playing these games? Were y'all actually running up and down the living room? How big was the living room? <laughs> uh, were you actually shooting a basketball, or were y'all being you know play, using a pretend basketball since y'all got the pretend hoop? All of the above. <laughs> <laughs> You hit the nail on the head, all of the above. Now, was the living room huge? No, normal size living yeah, room. Yeah, normal, uh, decent size living room, furniture in it. Did, that's furniture. Right. The furniture was furniture. there. <laughs> table, <laughs> TV, what type, what type couch, of table, full square, glass. glass. <laughs> Had about how many what, pieces of furniture? Were like two, three? Let's see, chair, couch, love, seat. That's three. Oh, mantle above the fireplace with all kinds of stuff. <laughs> mantle above the fireplace. I feel like there was something in the corner by yep, the window. Uh, shelf thing. A shelf below the window. Yep. <laughs> with TV. stuff on it. It wasn't just not it just wasn't just empty stuff. It had stuff. Uh um, pictures and um, yeah. <laughs> did you had yeah, the TV stand with the TV in the corner on the opposite side of the window. Yep. And then you you breeze back over by the door. What's by the door? You say, big old uh, big old shelf with a lot yeah. of different things that y'all been collecting over the years. Pictures, uh, heirlooms and trophies. <laughs> so what was our walkway looking like? It was a very slim walkway. Now, I mean, I mean we could go around the table and the couch, but generally from the door over to the window, it's a slim walkway. Yeah, a little, a little slither. So you're probably asking, how did we make basketball games happen? Front of the couch, free throw line. Okay. Behind the couch, three point line. Uh huh. <laughs> then I don't know. Table was half court. I'm assuming <laughs> everything else was blurry. Half court, maybe makeshift three point line sometimes, or opposite hoop three point line. <laughs> now not only you can't forget we was playing around the world and horse and other oh, different yeah. variations. So of if we could play a game, we could definitely do those those little shooting competitions. Slam dunk competition once we made it to All-Star Weekend. Of course. <laughs> All right, now, were, we, were we just like walking or were we doing oh, full speed running, maybe jogging? running, defense, <laughs> offense, jumpers, dunks, lays, <laughs> mid-range game. <laughs> Working on our post moves. <laughs> So if I ever see me on a court now, I've perfected my post moves from my indoor hoop. Now, I am curious to how much dribbling we did, because right. I know we didn't just Definitely. play with play football. This little combination of rugby, basketball. Did we basketball. fake dribble? 
Like, <laughs> maybe depending on where we was at. If we was like going through the walkway. Yeah, we might do a little fake dribble. But if I'm by the hoop, power dribble. <laughs> yeah, two hands, two hands down into the one, the shack slam with the one hand. And then lift. Yeah, God, legs lift and legs. <laughs> Playing basketball in the house. Now, how old Keep in mind, I also had a basketball, basketball hoop outside. Yeah, right outside. <laughs> like, on for but it wasn't shoot. full court. Yeah, it wasn't full court. Yeah, it's full and court it only, inside. There was only one. Yeah. We were supposed to shoot at air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on the opposite side to make full court. Yeah, and I'm let there be cars in the driveway. I mean, we play football outside, so I mean, I guess that's something. But yeah, basketball, it was... <laughs> that's, it was that's, that's an indoor game. Pre- preference, inside. Can't do that inside. Outside. That's probably why I still prefer indoor basketball. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you ain't gonna catch me playing outdoor basketball anytime soon, especially post injury. No, thank yeah, you. Yeah, on them rocks in danger. <laughs> All right, but how old were we around this time? We gotta have. You would think we probably were super young when we were doing this because nah. this sounds like something. Super <laughs> yeah, young sound kids like, would do. that sounds like a six, seven year old middle school. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I can remember it most prominently. <laughs> Yeah, from like 10 to 12. I remember Earl Boykins was playing. That tells me I got to be middle school. <laughs> oh, yeah, he definitely early 2000s. So it de- already it was had to have been past like seven or eight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. All right, so were we playing defense? Like, how was the defense going? Was we blocking shots? Was we stealing? Like, I'm trying to, re- I'm trying to picture one of us raising up on someone's jumper. Oh, we block. definitely did because that's how all the knickknacks above. Oh yeah, uh, that's how. Yeah, them rejections was what was knocking stuff over. Off the uh, like you said, over the fireplace, ball crashing, knocking some stuff down. I'm glad there wasn't no like family members in jars or nothing. <laughs> Definitely been a plot of some TV show or movie yeah. where you see her earn. An episode of uh, That's a Raven, and now she got she had a vision. Her parents walked in as she was uh, dancing and knocked over. That's over earning. You know she got a pause with the with the uh, the stuff all over her. She's frozen. Yeah, she got a, she got an urn on the top of her head. She's all covered in ashes. Oh. <laughs> and then that whole episode she got figured out and then something bad still happens. Yeah, the urn's still over her head. <laughs> and she gotta pay for a new urn. <laughs> Not the ashes, though. She put some fake ashes in there. Yeah. But. <laughs> but yeah, we've done we destroyed so much stuff off those shelves by bricking shots, blocking shots. And you would probably think, oh, if we making all this destruction in this house at this Late age, I guess, to be doing all this, you would think, oh, we we would feel bad and we'll make try to make up for it by maybe replacing some stuff. <laughs> but from but what I recall is we would give it a oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> like dang, keep, we got, yeah, <laughs> keep it pushing. <laughs> kids, kids are evil because yeah. <laughs> I think back to like my man cave now. <laughs> I don't even like people going in there and touching things yeah. without a, a, a heads up. Well, like, don't even put your eyes on it. I don't like the way you're looking at it. Like, don't go to reach unless I give you the okay. Especially like my nieces. I already tell them, yeah. y'all not even allowed to go in my room. Because if y'all touch one of my toys and think it's a toy to play with, yeah. nah. So I can only imagine. <laughs> That's crazy. 
crazy. Just bulldozing through through life, knocking down through the room. kindergarten projects that they saved all these years, <laughs> knocking down pictures. No care for anything. maybe went on a vacation and got some. Knock that down. That just doesn't even. That don't even include all just the other miscellaneous things we've done. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's just that's, one a, that's specifically basketball related. <laughs> Oh, man. Kids, kids are destructive. I don't know how people be <laughs> living with kids. Yeah, I can't do it. That's too much. You gotta have too much alertness. You gotta really be focused on not only their life but your prized <laughs> possessions, <laughs> the stuff that you don't want to pay for again. Yeah, it's like animals. <laughs> All right. Well, any anything else from you know this week or from your childhood that you want to bring up before we start talking about some 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 recent nonsense that's been going on? Not that I can think of. All right, well, this is we can kind of veer into adulthood. We got the Oscars that just happened this past week, yeah. or this past weekend. You watch it? Nah, I just uh, had on my phone the updates. Like, yeah, I didn't watch it. <laughs> I was attempting to turn it on until uh, on all these little streaming services on my TV, I couldn't find not one thing that would let the uh, ABC play. Because so, <laughs> oh, I don't yeah. have cable up here. Oh yeah, <laughs> see, get, that's. A, I feel like this literally could be like a weekly segment or a show where just complaining about all the different things that streaming like adds to your life when it comes to hassles and stresses. And had a, I thought it had a Hulu Life. It had some, some some live stuff was playing. All the sporting events was on there, but not the Oscars. Well, I mean, from what I heard, ain't nothing really was missed. Yeah, every time I was just looking at the updates, it was just another uh, everything everywhere all at once, uh, winning something. Yeah, I mean, did you see that movie? Mm-hmm. Did you think it should have got? I mean, I liked all it, those? but not. I, I would. Uh, what's her name? Wouldn't shouldn't have won. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Especially she wasn't even in it that much. Yeah. Where to warrant that level of screen time in comparison to the other? Granted, I'm only seeing probably one of the other movies <laughs> <laughs> compared to Angela Bassett. Yeah, I like that movie, but. Not for it to get like her to also get something. Yeah, I was cool <laughs> with um, uh, what's her name, Michelle? Yo, yeah, it was cool with her getting it. <clears throat> I was cool with um, high pitch fella getting it. But y'all lost me at uh, y'all lost me at Jamie Lee Curtis. I was fine with it winning Best Picture because it was nothing in Best Picture that I was like that definitely needs to win it. I was not, go. I was not rooting for Top Gun. I was doing the opposite. I was not rooting for Avatar. I was not rooting for all the other boring movies that I didn't see, like the Fablemans and uh, the Colin Farrell movie and all the thousands of other movies that were nominated. So I was fine with that one winning. Yeah. But y'all took it overboard when y'all let Jamie Lee Curtis snatch. That's one too many. Yeah. y'all. Let, and think back to the movie. This is what we always do this with acting awards or act, yeah, <laughs> acting awards. You look back on the movie. Is we always say there's like a scene that stood out that you could tell that they was like with that scene, oh they trying to get the award with that scene, or you could tell they, ooh that was the that was their scenes award stealing or award stealing performance or whatever. We always look to certain scenes that really just hook us. In Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, there's at least two scenes that I can just think of offhand with Angela Bassett's character that she she stole that scene. She she had a bunch of powerful moments just within those scenes you could tell yeah. that she just made it very believable when i think back to everything everywhere all at once and jamie lee curtis's scenes yeah the more the stuff at the end when they was going in like the hot dog universe and once the moments start to get more touchy feely not touchy feely not no jared Fogel yeah he stuff. didn't, he didn't yeah. infiltrate yeah. the podcast 
<laughs> and he's probably behind bars. <laughs> like a, he's a ma- mastermind. <laughs> but I want to think back to that movie. There's like they encourage people to eat bratty uh, sandwich, white bread sandwiches, <laughs> and a, lose weight. Because all he was because do- people weren't doing what he was doing. He ate a veggie sandwich and a light turkey sandwich, and that's all he had for the dating with exercise. Yeah, people they, forgetting about the exercise part. Yeah, they saw him subway commercial, show me his pants, and <laughs> being a lot goes, thinner, <laughs> big American flag sized pants. <laughs> like, oh, that could be me. I'm, I don't even have all that weight, but I, if he can do it, then I can do it too. Like, Anyways, stupid subway. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, just like I don't know. There's just something about her performance. Again, not trying to take away from her. I thought she did a great job, but it was just we go. Obviously, we got to. If, she, if she can win, then Wong from uh, <laughs> Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness could have won. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, can, I can pinpoint a bunch of those performances. We're going to give it to her. Again, no disrespect, but we comparing when you put them up against somebody else. And if I'm comparing it to Angela Bassett, like, forget career achievements like we was doing with like Leonardo DiCaprio when he got uh, <laughs> <laughs> for that beautiful, illustrious movie that I'm forgetting the title of. I don't know why Where? Wolf. <laughs> that, was, that was the cocaine bear, bear prequel. That bear was on some coke when he was attacking him. Uh, Revenant. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> what we did with Leonardo DiCaprio for the Revenant. Yeah, that was a wolf, lifetime achievement award. <laughs> kind of gave it to him for that. At least that's what people were jokingly saying. And then we're probably going to do the same thing for Angela Bassett, even though she would have been deservedly so, because there's some some uh, some movies that she did that she probably should have definitely got a little bit more recognition yeah. for. Her. But with this, like we already be saying, y'all be hating on Marvel movies when it comes to these awards. And now, literally, a movie that did was jokingly the better version of a Marvel movie that came out this year yeah. with Doctor Strange. They both tackled multiverses at the same time, but. This movie y'all hold in such high regard because what? Yeah, it was was clearly just because it was an original or something. Yeah, it was original. I mean, it was not trying to sound culturally incorrect, (laughs) but (laughs) these like movies that come from like Asian culture, they're a lot more creative or different than what we make over here in America. So I guess it's understandable to us why it stood out. But I mean, at the end of the day, like it was just a good, enjoyable science fiction movie that it was creative. But some of the performances in there, outside of the main ones, wasn't too exceptional. The daughter in the movie did a much better job to me than oh, Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis. So how is she gonna get? How is she gonna get that over here? Yeah, I don't know. I, was, I think they just wanted to give her that award. Why? Because we've seen Alien a thousand times, <laughs> yeah. and we've seen Halloween yeah, a bunch it. of times. Jeez. Yeah, whatever. I don't, I don't know. It, 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 it got to be a a screen. It got to be some sort of rule or something like a screen time rule or like amount of time. Even though then I would have rolled out Mahershala Ali. Yeah, he yeah, he like, that don't, that don't count. I was very surprised that they even <laughs> nominated him. I was like, I mean, I, well, he deserved it, but boy, he was in a movie for such a short amount of time. <laughs> but his, his presence was yeah, throughout the whole movie. Like when I think of every everything everywhere all at once. I don't, she's like not even third thing I think of. I think about the hot dogs before you have It's the hot dogs and those talking rocks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then it's all the action and the multiverse stuff. But yeah, she come like 16, 17th on like the pecking order. <laughs> I forgot about that. And the googly eyes. <laughs> I mean, 
it was interesting. Again, it does. It can. They sold uh, them pet rocks and they sold out. I can take a rock <laughs> and go to a craft store and pull a little eyeball on it. Nah, but it's not. It don't come with authentic uh, box and. I can put it in a box. I can ship from a twenty four. I can print off something online, make it look very blurry, but have all the stuff from the movie on there. I can do that if somebody wants that so badly. Charge yeah. an arm and a leg. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, it's just. I guess. I'm just speaking more from being a very big Marvel fan and feeling like they do not get their just due when it comes to acting because we hear all these directors and all these filmmakers come back, come out and talk down. But then you have the, all these different actors come out and talk about how much they see the, the great things that bigger movies can do and how they're still challenging and blah, blah, blah. But still feels like even though the Oscars can admit, yeah, we, we suck at handling crisis situations because... <laughs> With the whole slap that they were joking about from last year or the Oscar so white type of stuff and the diversity issues. For some reason, they just cannot get past honoring comic book movies or big budget quote unquote movies that aren't made by Steven, Steven Spielberg and um, James Cameron. They're like, you can't, it's hard to pay attention to those and it's hard to pay attention to horror movies. Yeah. <sighs> but shout out to Angela Bassett. Very deserved. Uh, she did very... Very much deserved the award. She got some awards throughout the award seasons, but it sucks she couldn't be recommended there, but or recognized there. But hey, what are you gonna do with some of these, some of these old establishments? <laughs> All right. Um, anything else with the Oscars that was kind of top of mind? Because again, I ain't watching. I was say that's. I don't know why I feel like that's all uh, I can remember from the. I was kind of, I didn't see a lick of it other than them little updates I was looking at. I saw a quick Jimmy Kimmel joke about the slap. Hell yeah. That, yeah. Since they won seven awards, that was like almost the majority of the evening. Right. And the, uh, the directors uh, won for the movie or the, best director for the film. The Daniels. Uh, Brendan Fraser, he won. I'm glad he won over your boy Austin Butler because I really thought. I would have been mad if Austin Butler won. He was he was good in the movie. Don't get me wrong. I don't wrong. like his outside persona, <laughs> and that is dragging into the. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, just even the last time, if it, if it, if it was back in the day, and, I, and somebody said Brendan Fraser about to win a yeah, Oscar, I'm like, like, excuse me, George of the Jungle. <laughs> <laughs> like I know we ain't talking about Mummy Man. Uh, yeah. Turning to the center of the earth, that same. <laughs> yeah, nah, this this can't be this can't be him. You would ask me like two years ago. The man who about to be the villain in that Batgirl movie? I don't think so. Uh, that was his resurgence. All them movies come out and then that got canceled. Yeah, I don't think so. But with the well, nah, he did, he did he did a great job. Very, very much deserved that award. Like that whole movie took place literally in one apartment, and it was mainly him in the scene. So he had to carry a lot more than that prosthetic weight in that movie. And I thought he did a great job. Austin Butler. Did a great job as well. I'm not a huge Elvis fan, so I guess that might affect me some too. But I don't just like that. When that movie came out, it was not liked all like that. Yeah, I don't get. Then some some months pass, and then once the award season started, it's like okay, the people behind the scenes paid that good money, so they were like, all right, we're gonna start changing our tune. It's gonna start getting these best picture nominations, and oh, Austin Butler, man, he's phenomenal turn as Elvis, and blah blah blah. blah. Yeah, I thought it was looked at the same way as a Bohemian Rhapsody. Which did the same thing. Yeah. When the award season came around, everybody started hyping that movie up and hyping his role up. It's like, huh. Okay. <laughs> I got a list of uh, Brendan Fraser uh, films and stuff. 
just to see his trajectory. Let me see. It was a good spot. To, I'll pretty, jump around. I'm pretty sure. Well, that's probably what his trajectory was doing, jumping all <laughs> yeah. over the place. I see. 1992, you had Encino Man, where I believe he played like a caveman. Let's Sound see. Right. Let's move up to 97, where, okay, so we have George of the Jungle. Okay. Uh, let's go to 99. The Mummy, Dudley Do Right, Bedazzled, uh, Monkey Bone. He was the voice in that Sinbad movie. The Mummy Returns in 2001. He fit a lot of movies in between 99 and 2001. Uh, he was the biggest action star back then. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's see. Looney Tunes back in action. Uh, crash. Yeah. Um, what is this? Speaking of Oscar controversies. Yeah. Journey to the Center of 2008. So he kind of still around. Mummy, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, 2008. All right. So he had, he had three movies in 2008 because he also had Inkheart, the little fantasy little book movie. I slightly remember that. Then 2009, G.I. Joe. He's starting to fall because he, usually he'd do like three movies a year. He's starting to fall off because then in 2010, he had Furry Vengeance. <laughs> uh, then 2013, Escape from Planet Earth. Oh, there's a voice row. And it started getting a little foggy. What happened? I read something. I think I feel like it was a combination of him being hurt all the time and then just not getting certain work. That's why I guess why his speech was so or his speech has been so emotional and getting opportunities after all these yeah, years and whatnot. It, it just it just it abruptly stopped. Yeah, some of them some of them people like when you just look up and you'd be like, Oh, I haven't they haven't made a movie in about such and such amount of years. Like what happened? I want I wanna get them type of behind the scenes Hollywood stories just to see what really be shaping or what conversations or acts be shaping stuff that we don't even see until it's like years later where I don't even care anymore, but I, I like them back in the day. Cause there's a few movies in here, but in my head, he ain't did a movie before the well. He didn't do a movie since the nut job, <laughs> that uh, movie where he played a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> and that was 2014. I was, I was, I was thinking of, um, she's a long time ago. Uh, with Ben Stiller, I forgot he ain't really done no movies in quite a while. His is like different. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. He yeah. wasn't shoved out. He was like, I just prefer. <laughs> I'm a director. Now. <laughs> I want to produce, direct. And then we can't forget um, uh, Brendan Fraser's on Doom Patrol still. Oh unless yeah, so that even, got canceled. I mean, I think it did, but yeah, I got I got way more than one season, which is what I what I gave it for. That show started in 2019. DC had their own streaming service, and mm-hmm. you just quickly forgot how quickly and it got, got smushed into um, the CW streaming service, and then got some, and then got smushed and separated into the HBO Max stuff. But they they had Pathetic. their own streaming service. They thought they was doing something. <laughs> we gonna do all new shows. You can read the comics. I don't think so. Get canceled. <laughs> yeah, Titans, Doom Patrol, and Titans season one, which is all I can speak of because I didn't watch after that. But that was such bad quality in terms of like effects, and y'all and y'all was able to make more than one season out of that. Y'all really thought y'all was gonna do a whole streaming service with with these shows as y'all's backbone, though. It started in uh, 2018 and it ended in uh, the January of 2021. So it did. Oh wait, the Do- DC the D, no the DC uh, subscription service that lasted that long. That's what it said. I thought that thing so, died with it. I thought that thing so got uh, close to four years. What's that? Was it Quibi? What's that quick one? Uh, yeah, Quibi, Quick Bite. Yeah, I thought that. I thought they had like the same runtime. Let's see, because um, they had Titans, they had Doom Patrol, they had Swamp Thing, and then Swamp Thing didn't even come out. <laughs> Star Girl, 
They had Young Justice. They had Harley Quinn. That was on there. The cartoon. I thought that was just HBO Max. That started on. That started on there. And I, I just started it. watching that show. DC Daily. A daily. Y'all got something. <laughs> and Jeez. DC Universe All Star Games. I don't even. Know. Let me click what this is. <laughs> that sounds whack. It's a game show. Speaking of game shows, I randomly watched this little YouTube documentary about um, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? <laughs> it caught my eye, and I just started watching it. All right, DC Universe All Star Games, unscripted gaming series that premiered on the DC Universe streaming service February twenty eighth, twenty twenty. This was happening. This was pandemic start close to pandemic. It was created by one Freddie Prince Jr. The first episode featured Prince and a bunch of different other people Talk playing the 80s role-playing game, DC Heroes. So they were just sitting there playing a role-playing game. Yeah, if, if it's as bad as the quality of the shows were at the time when they first came out with the streaming service, I can imagine this this uh, this show was horrible. That went six episodes. DC Daily did 400, 450 I it came over. on. It came on every day of that streaming service. Yeah, I say. I mean, it's like daily. Like we went. It's a daily news year. program hosted by Tiffany Smith. Who is she talking about every day? <laughs> yeah, I read this comic. <laughs> Off. She. Let me see. Let's see. D- DC Daily offered news related to the original series offered by DC Universe. The other content Why? that ties back to DC Comics and the DC oh, Universe community. I Pro- don't need daily updates on those shows. The program included headlines, uh, reports, oh, uh, first looks at little upcoming stuff, and then little talk panels. And they did 450 things within curious. less than two years. But I'm kind of curious to see what what was like the the, the meat of those episodes because I know <laughs> y'all wasn't talking about nothing. Y'all was about the, <laughs> y'all's editing had to be like them zoo shows where y'all could at least chop off about twenty they was minutes. Dragging stuff on <laughs> DC Daily. Let's type that into YouTube. They were dragging, but I don't even know how to train. Oh, you could have you literally could have kept that to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, that was too far. I had to let it go. All right, let's see. They got they got some on their um, YouTube page, I think. What if what if when no like if no one was listening to this, but somehow we got uh, charged or fined for just singing the Frozen song on there? <laughs> Dang, Disney coming after us. I'll take that. I'll take the zero listens, but getting sued by Disney. <laughs> I'm trying to find DC Daily, and I cannot. I see little clips, but I want to see what their intro is. Like, how does that show come on? Yeah, that might be. We'll All right, do a YouTube rabbit hole yeah. to find this because now I'm a little curious. We could do like an episode on uh, the variants, <laughs> just just destroying everything DC streaming related. Here go. They got a full episode of um, of DC Daily that says DC Daily says goodbye. They surely got the last episode on here. Right. How's it come on? That's probably the, everybody's favorite episode because we love to say goodbye to DC stuff. Okay, they got some people I recognize on here, and it's over uh, Zoom, so that tells me when this happened. Yep. What a terrible ending. Ooh, that time period. Them. They got Echo Kellum on here. Them COVID, them, them, all them COVID interviews, um, 
Everything with the pandemic over them Zooms, that stupid little horse challenge that they did on ESPN when there was no basketball. Oh, yeah. And it was at Mike Conley's house. <laughs> Mike Conley's house, Trey Young's house, Paul Pierce's house. <laughs> what was the one? Was that the same one they had the WNBA players? Yeah, the yep, that okay. was there. The Vanders, what was his name? Courtney Vandersloot or whatever, and her and wife her work, was on wife. there. <sighs> I don't even remember what we was talking about. That DC stuff done. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was talking about Brendan Frazier, and that took me to. DC streaming service. <laughs> Got the Oscars. Brendan Fraser. DC streaming services. And then uh, Horse Challenge. They thought they, yeah, I don't know how we got there. And that that's literally what we just talked about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, staying on quote unquote sports, Creed 3 came out recently. I know we both seen that flick, so I want to just. Get your quick thoughts on that. If you want to hear a more elaborate take on it on, on this movie, you can listen to the the, the the heavy eyes installment of Creed Three. So go uh, switch pages and go check that out. If it's not there, keep refreshing until it does. Yeah. But with Creed Three, what was your your main thoughts on that movie? I thought that was a a great movie. Um, Are you saying that because you might go be biased? Or nah, <laughs> he, he goes uh, in with a little advantage going into the movie, but then, but then I know that I don't let the bias take over because at the beginning of Creed two, I was like, oh, he forgot to act because him and Tessa Thompson, I don't know what was if something happened or their acting was a little different. I rewatched that movie too recently, and I was I was on pins and needles for the beginning. I was like, let me make sure I wasn't tripping because I only think I've seen that movie once up until that point. I rewatched. I was like. I think what made it seem like he couldn't act because it surely felt like he couldn't act when I was watching that movie. But mm-hmm. as I paid closer attention, he spoke even less than he did typically in does typically <laughs> in movies. Like there was scenes <laughs> where him and Tessa Thompson was talking, and she was doing all the talking, and he would just be responding with like little grunts or <laughs> little boxing moves. <laughs> it's like he don't do sign language; he would just be talking with punches, <laughs> quick little jabs. <laughs> I was like, and now he talks in silent <laughs> due to his daughter. I was really sitting there watching the beginning, like, did he not have time to like look at the script? Yeah, and they was, was on a time crunch to get these scenes. Yeah, shot. That first fifteen minutes was very weird. <laughs> it was, it was then he started getting in his bag yeah, towards the middle good. and end. But uh, but yeah, back to Creed three. Yeah, it was a great movie. Um, even with hearing the little anime influences, and I was anticipating them, it was still actually it was better than what I was expecting with some of his creativity, with his directing, and it definitely made me want to see him do more. I want to see him do movies with fight scenes and action and stuff in it, um, especially with the boxing scenes and, um, of course, uh. I almost called him what's his name, as if he ain't been. <laughs> yeah, in you better put some respect on that man, Jonathan JM. Majors. Or as you say, I have a Jonathan Majors crush on him. <sighs> I would never say something like that. I heard like you that. say it's it. It's not my thing, but <laughs> I don't know who you was listening to. But not me. But, um, he uh, did great in it. Even the little girl who's uh, hard of hearing in real life, she did good. Um, and it didn't. It didn't make it feel like, man, where Rocky at? It was just a whole just separate story from Rocky. And he was mentioned, so 
See, that's good enough. <laughs> See, I feel like I might have napped because I said I, after we left the movie, I talking to my wife, and I was like, they didn't even mention Rocky in this movie. <laughs> she was like, yeah, they did. <laughs> I was like, I was tuning that part out there, and I thought I was wide awake for this whole movie. Yeah, I think he said it once or twice in one scene. Oh, yeah, I must have been, must have been uh, doing the popcorn shuffle where I couldn't even hear over me trying to get deep in that popcorn bucket. He, he said it in passing, but uh, Jonathan Major shows why he's a menacing villain and uh Deserves to play Kang or all these different Kangs. Talk talk about somebody who just be speaking with expressions. Yeah. In this whole movie, he was giving uh, Adonis some looks. I was like, oh, Adonis about to die. <laughs> as soon as we get closer to this <laughs> to this storyline progressing, that man is gonna he gonna get taken out in that boxing ring like his father. <laughs> yeah, that, that I, th- I thought that was possible, especially when he got punched like when uh, Goku punched uh, Frieza and the fist was coming through the back of his body. <laughs> <laughs> the boxing. The first boxing scene, like how the movie opens up with that that first one, what he was doing in that with that scene, like how he was like zeroing in on the parts of the body that was starting to right, be yeah. injured and the ripples. I was like, oh, we in for a show. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is about to be crazy if this is how they starting it out. Uh, but no, I agree. I thought the I thought the movie was awesome. I thought it was great. I definitely probably, if not one of my favorites, favorite movie of this year so far. Just numerous different things like you said the directing we heard all this stuff about the anime inspired boxing moments so i know we were saying oh he probably gonna get somebody gonna get knocked out the ring maybe this <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> the, the boxing match is gonna end up getting carried outside yeah. and it's gonna lead to some fighting in the air yeah, i really thought that was, i thought for sure somebody's gonna get knocked out the ring the way they kept describing <laughs> but it was all within the punches and the yeah, style was which like, was, that was still sweet no it, it definitely made sense it just came at it from a different approach so i I thought it was dope because when you when you see boxing matches in movies, yeah, you can do stuff with the choreography, but it's when you think about it, it's not that much room to vary. So I like what he was able to you know pick from and different, switch up here. Different type of punches, different uh, visual effects. Yeah, no, I was I was actually wasn't expecting that one scene. Oh, with the end, yeah. Oh yeah, I definitely wasn't expecting that. Like I actually actually like it now. I can see why people. Might not like it if you're you feel like you're getting taken away from the typical buildup of big boxing matches. Yeah, I thought that was sweet. No, I, I thought it was dope too. I thought it was a great way to tell their story. I thought it was um, and something different. We don't yeah. seen already. We already seen regular boxing movie scenes like this. Right. We on but what is it? Uh, Rocky. Technically, we're on Rocky a thousand at this yeah. point. <laughs> so yeah, let's switch it up. Show us something that we haven't seen. It, it it felt. This movie felt more personal, so it was great to have that addition to it. And throughout the movie, we already seen some pretty good boxing scenes or some good boxing scenes within just the, the Creed series alone. So, like you said, I'm, I agree. I don't, I didn't think there was anything to really complain about there. Uh, but I, I thought Michael B did a great job. Him and uh, he should have went to uh, what's his name should have went to jail for that crime he committed of setting up the one boxer to get beat up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> should have went right back to prison. <laughs> he, he clearly ain't learned. <laughs> That was crazy. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I and sorry, sorry. how old is Michael B. playing in this movie that he, that he's so old and can't box no more? Yeah, the, what's it called? He's in his, <laughs> in his 30s. <laughs> the timeline of this Creed universe is all over the place already, so I can't even wait to see what they do when they bump up time some more. But, yeah, he definitely should have not been about to retire at this point. That's why he so easily got back into boxing. <laughs> And don't even get me started on the fact that in real life, um, Jonathan Majors is younger than Michael B. 
That don't seem right. <laughs> <laughs> By three, I think it's like I think Michael B's like thirty six, and then Jonathan Majors just turned thirty three. Jonathan Majors kind of looks ugly. He looks fifty. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like one of them good, real, real great in shape older dudes. That man's thirty three. <laughs> okay, everybody got to take their compliments back. <laughs> He's playing like ten years older than Michael B in this movie. <laughs> I'm watching it. I was like, yeah, I don't like how he's trying a little boy Michael B in this movie. When clearly Michael B is not only the director of this movie, it's crazy. the actor, and he's crazy. older than him. Jonathan Majors is an old-looking kid. For one, the actor they had, <laughs> he got his little Marvin Gaye hat on in the interviews with T. Coven. This man is in his early 30s. <laughs> right. Okay, I thought he was... If, if you would have said he was... 41 or something. Yeah, I'm like, okay, that's fine. That's normal. <laughs> this man is... This man, oh, Lord. You really did? Michael B was like the young guy. Yeah, why he getting he, closer to 40. He still why just... Why does he seem young, so much normal. younger than Jonathan Majors? <laughs> Jonathan Majors come in. He be crossing his legs immediately. Jonathan Majors <laughs> is was playing a, several years older than him. <laughs> that man just got out of being in his 20s. And he over here talking about... I'm on my last leg. I can't. That I made need me a, think he was a, like, I was, he was at least 37. Something. <laughs> that man was crying that he couldn't get a championship bout fresh out of prison. Yeah, that was, look, <laughs> that, that's how good this movie is. That outrageousness when the movie was still good. Oh, uh, because he was tripping. I'm like, why would you get a champion, a championship bout? He was complaining about the, the <laughs> Just uh, being in the ring sparring. Oh, yeah, he was, a, he was sparring for two seconds. He was like, yo, you got me doing this stupid work. I told you what I wanted. <laughs> he was like, if you don't chill, I just gave you an opportunity fresh out of jail. <laughs> and you won a championship bout immediately and then got one. Yeah. Two of them at that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh. his life changed overnight <laughs> when he did that nonsense. They, and the, all right, I got I got three observations. One, real quick, it was so outrageous that he was able to call in the first take. Yeah. I, like, I want I first take quite often. I ain't never, I ain't never been no one on one with Stephen A. sitting at the table. <laughs> and then <laughs> Stephen A. is too selfish. <laughs> I gotta, <laughs> he got he got to call into his earpiece. Stephen A is too selfish to let somebody call in and interrupt his show, <laughs> <laughs> especially if he's doing a little one-on-one -on -one interview. Yeah, and then the the kids that were playing the younger versions of uh, Michael B and Jonathan Majors. Michael B has kind of looked like him. The one that was playing Jonathan Majors looked nothing like him, and he's also one on Grownish. That I, I noticed. Oh yeah, that was him. A very small role in Grown and she's one of the brothers. Like, that was him. I mean, his head shape is a little different. <laughs> Maybe that's what they was going for. Yeah. They was watching Moonlight. It's just like, that nose. The nose was so drastically different from each other. He was inspired by Moonlight. He <laughs> saw the three different characters playing apparently the same character in one movie and said, hey, if y'all can believe that, and I can make, I can win Best Picture of the Oscars. Y'all can believe this. What happened to uh, the middle boy? He did, uh, so he was, uh, he was a little... Delinquent who was being mentored by Oh wait, ain't he on Wu Tang? Yeah, he's risen Wu Tang. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was being mentored by Denzel in Equalizer Two. <laughs> was it Equalizer Two? Yeah, because he always be mentoring little kids in that series. Yeah. And then uh yeah, that's pretty much about it. I'm pretty sure he done a little something something else, but he ain't doing I mean, he might be doing a little bit more than Trevante Rose, even though Trevante just had the little mic little series. Oh yeah. Trevante Rose do for a superhero. He needs to stay patient, be Luke Cage. 
once he gets recasted. He could be the thing, even though they're looking for a Jewish guy. Yeah. That. <laughs> Drake about to play the thing. No. I mean, I see it. I want, <laughs> I want it to be Seth Rogen, even though he doesn't particularly want to do that. Hey, he's Jewish. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, I know you mentioned earlier that you're trying to see Michael B. do some, you know, start to flex his direct, directing. Mo- I cannot speak at work or here, clearly. <laughs> uh, but then saying you want to see him flex his directing muscles. So, what's a remake or a movie that. That just hasn't been made yet that you want Michael B. to direct. I don't know why, for some reason, after I seen that, in my head, uh, Ray Redemption. I don't want him to redo it, though, because I didn't, didn't want that I don't want that Frank Grillo one. You want him to rate the projects? I want him <laughs> I want him to be in the continuation. Him with my man, I whose name is slipping my mind. E E Y U A U S. I just botched that. Ico. Ico. Ico U S. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I want them together. A serious buddy cop, not no funny. Them doing rush hour dancing and <laughs> turning music up and stuff like that. <laughs> I can see that. I can see. And that. I want him to direct it. I want, but I want it to be respectful of what's his name passing over to Michael B. No issues. Gareth or Garth? Yeah, that's his name is. <laughs> Earth Evans, Gareth Evans, or whatever. I can, I can see that. He, I mean, he already got the action chops. You know, he's doing the, the without remorse or with remorse or with a little bit of remorse. And then he got the sequel coming. And we already did Fan Four Stick. And you already know the action in that movie was yes. out of this world. Yeah, that's that's young Michael B. <laughs> he, can, he can do this Black Panther. So I want to see him do that type of action movie. And that eases him into the anime world right. of getting closer of doing a movie. I can see it. I I can see it. I can see it. All right. Well, like, uh, like we talked about briefly, Creed is going to be expanding and its universe is going to be expanding. As soon as we got those record-breaking box office numbers opening <laughs> weekend, immediately the posts come out. <laughs> Been announced. Creed verse in development. You already know how that goes. So a couple projects set there, but Creed verse is literally still ro- like Rocky. Rocky nah. it was in the Rocky universe. <laughs> you know, you know who was up to that. That was that man that Rocky will. Or Sylvester Stallone will not speak his name about, but he know that guy is up. To, he's he's doing all this funny stuff with these Rocky with these Rocky franchise stuff. But I can't believe Jonathan Majors is thirty three. That man, he really does he have has old demeanor. 40, like four, I, if you would have said he was forty five, it would I would not have flinched. I'm like he's in great shape for his age. Yeah, I had to double take when I saw his age. I, I walked away from it and stopped myself midway. Like, Nah, he, he truly seems older than Michael B. Because he was 32 at the time when I saw his age. I was like, nah, that can't be right. And then I came back to it some days later and saw that he was 33. I'm like, huh. crazy. All right, this man about to, he going, he's going to age gracefully into like the, the, the Denzel part of his career. I hope so. I hope he doesn't, he doesn't go at the rate he's went. <laughs> he's, he's rapidly aging as an actor. Because <laughs> he, he ain't never played. Because he should be able to still play young in a movie. He should be and able to play can't. high schooler. He can't. <laughs> yeah, there were 30 year olds playing high school and stuff, and he can't. He's, <laughs> I mean, Michael B., I mean, he's now past the point where I would believe it. Yeah. But he looks young enough to where I was like, all right. Michael B, can, he, Michael B. still seems, he kind of seems like he's in his late 20s or something. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Majors can't play late 20s. Like <laughs> should be playing the teacher, not no high school student. This looks crazy seeing his years active, <laughs> seeing it being so recent, and I can't be mad at that because he's not old. 
He probably forgets he's young. That's why he's trying to power through all these big stuff at the same time. Like, he did. shows, movies. <laughs> I ain't got too much time left. <laughs> he's, yep, he's done a movie like a year, movie or two a year for a few years now. Come on, JM. Don't start to age like milk. He did White Boy Rick. Last Black Man in San Francisco. The White Boy Rick? That's what it says. Man, I got to go watch that movie again. Uh, the Five Bloods. <laughs> the Harder They Fall. Devotion. They did three movies this year. What is Magazine Dreams? That's one of the movies that might get uh, hyped up now that he got all these big movies yeah, out. Yeah, let's see. It's him. Haley Bennett. Taylor Page. Who directing this? Because that's what it's, a little, it's an interesting sounding movie right now. Elijah Benjamin. We'll probably see this at like Sundance or come That's out what it literally says. Year. It will premiere at Sundance. <laughs> yeah, we'll see this probably like November, October this year. <laughs> right. We'll stay with, like I said, stay with the Creeverse and what's seeming like we got some other things coming down the pipeline. Just based off of what you know going forward with this and what you know from this universe that I'm about to name, who who will likely be more successful in the end? Is it what we're going to see come from this Creedverse or what we saw with Zack Snyder's DC, EU, DC Universe, Snyderverse, whatever you want to call it? See, it depends on how you describe it. Because do I think the Creedverse is going to make all that stuff? Nope. But it may make one or two and they may do good. Whereas DC has these high expectations. Zack Snyder's uh, his universe has these high expectations and it failed. All right, so based off of expectations, setting and meeting those. Oh, it's been Creed. <laughs> <laughs> ain't, ain't nothing ever going to come from comparing something to Zack Snyder's DC. Because that, that's that, The Justice League movie didn't do well. And that has all the superheroes yeah, in it. That's, that's, there was that one point in time where Superman and Batman were the most popular superheroes on the uh, planet before <laughs> Spider-Man and stuff passed them. So. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all opened up Justice League with less than looked regular. Million it looked box. regular. Michael B. Jordan's like, I can do that by myself directing the movie and starring in it. <laughs> <laughs> and I could give most of the budget for this movie to me. <laughs> to the big three. <laughs> you know I say to the actors in this movie. I gave myself two checks this time. <laughs> <laughs> and then I put some to some of the other box and stuff. Because <laughs> Boy Day was revisiting a lot of locations. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, they're like a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the boxing gym uh-huh. House Why does boxing gym look so cheap You're supposed to be the world champion of the world You're rich Yeah. <laughs> mm, okay Alright well kind of start staying with Creed And moving over to the music side of things We got the Creed 3 soundtrack that came out Really when the movie came out Did you take a listen to it I didn't even get to listen I wanted to listen to it before I saw the movie And then I uh, didn't get to do that And I haven't even listened to it yet I just now finished Because um of course, the deluxe edition immediately came out of that Don Toliver album. Oh, yeah, that yeah. Don Toliver album was getting worse <laughs> and worse as it went. Because <laughs> when it first came on, I'm like, this is cool. This is so funny. It ain't, I ain't mad and I'm listening to it. And then it started going and going. I'm like, okay. And then, and then after I finished it, I was like, all right, let me. Uh, I was putting, putting the song I liked on, on a playlist. I scrolled down and saw the deluxe edition was out. Like, how many songs on this one? And then they put four new songs at the beginning. I ain't never seen it where they put it at the beginning. They they actually keep doing that a lot. Oh, then I don't like that. Yeah, it's very annoying. It it jacks it all up because now that album came on just any old way. No, the concept was gone. I liked two of them songs that was on 
the deluxe. But that made me of the entire album. That put it at like three or four. That yeah, I yeah. <laughs> the percentage starts getting lower. You try to add more songs. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, that, <laughs> so I just let it be. I was done with it. I went back to that album and I was like, I just we ain't connected. Once you get to that Brent Fire song, where I do not like, I just don't like the way that song is. I, it sounds very. It sounds too much like now. It sounds too like y'all shooting for a TikTok type of type of song, which. That's where the old part of me come in. I don't yeah. do none of that TikTok nonsense. Yeah, I, I didn't like that uh, Justin Bieber song. Justin ah, Bieber's verse. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I, I looked at my, my phone was over on my bed. I was working at my work computer. That song came when his verse came on. I looked at my phone as if it did something to me. I was like, that's coming out of that? <laughs> he... He brought that song down himself. Yeah, his single handedly. And then when they was doing their little harmonizing <laughs> together, I forget what they were saying, no. but it was a little nasty. It was no. something that you would much have like a girl sing one of the nah, things. And then the JB <laughs> held it down. They said, We got this. <laughs> then the fact that Future was on that song as well. Ugh. That song was just all over the place. It was not good. I don't know. I mean, people like this album so far. So, hey, kudos to y'all, but I haven't okay. seen it yet. And. I hate, like you said, how no they disrespect. do. No disrespect. I like Don Tolliver. Yeah, I still like Don Tolliver, but that album ain't it. Yeah. I'll still go. I'm going to go just X-Nay over those and go right back to the other ones that I was paying attention yeah. to. That one ain't it. Um, the, uh, I hate, I haven't listened to the deluxe edition of it. I hate the way they do that where sometimes they put the new songs at the top, especially for do albums that. that are concepts. That throw, that jacks it up. Yeah. How come these artists can't just be like Kendrick? You put the album out and that's what it is. No revisiting. No adding. Because people ain't got no say in what they say they got say on. This is crazy. I'll just be talking just to hear yourselves talk. Art ain't nothing. Y'all don't care about the art no more. <sighs> but I, well, to go back to the uh, Creed 3 soundtrack, I did listen to it, but I listened to it after, way after the movie. I think I just listened to it over the last couple of days. I was, I'll probably listen to it soon. Oh, but it was good, though. Like, it was, I heard good things about leading up into it. So the album was good. The The song with. Big Sean, which is played towards the end of the movie before, like the you know, or as we lead into the big match, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, this sounds like a typical Big Sean verse. So in the movie, I wasn't hooked to it, but then once you get to the album, then they got an ESTG verse. Yeah, I think I actually heard. That. I think I heard that song before the soundtrack came out. I was like, uh, why ain't they play my man's verse uh, on the movie <laughs> and left out old Medium Sean? Because <laughs> this was in typical ESTG fashion. He showed. I don't always rap on the same verse, especially when I do like guest appearances, but I'm going to give you the same type of material. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to sound like I belong on these type of beats. Uh, but uh, the soundtrack was dope. Uh, I think it's pretty strong all the way through. It's probably one of my top albums so far this year. Uh, as I say that, and I've probably only listened to maybe 10 albums. So. Yeah, this is a slow year for me. Usually I, I don't listen to a lot, but I've, I've been listening to new songs still, but just the listening to whole albums, I haven't been doing as much. Oh, yeah. When you get a chance, check this one out because it's definitely dope. Dreamville did a great job putting this together. All the people over there at Dreamville from, um, you know, of course, Cole. Um, what's, the, what's them dude's name? Uh, Earth Gang. Yeah, I almost called him Slum Village. <laughs> Spillage Village. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Them. J.I.D. Uh, Bass. Kaz. Uh, who else? Ari Lennox. Uh, everybody over there. 
Well, and whoever took part of the album from the people outside the camp to end, like Reason and Reason about to leave TDE and just join as much as he it. does music yeah. with, <laughs> he about to, they're just about to casually trade him. Like, they should just merge the two because them they be doing songs together. Yeah, with Kendrick leaving, and then I feel like SZA gonna get to a point where she's gonna be like, I'm finished with y'all because <laughs> y'all already made me mad before I even put this album out at point. So who y'all gonna hang y'all's hat on? Because Schoolboy Q ain't came back out yet. Yeah, Ab Social. He's a Schoolboy. Go- Q is a golfer. <laughs> Absolutely. He's an indie artist. And yeah. No matter how much he wants to be mainstream, it's not going to happen. <laughs> J-Rock is just... He's y'all's leader. But he cannot lead a label in terms yeah. of star power. <laughs> and then mm. Isaiah Rashad, we know he'd be having stuff going on. Yeah, he just... And then... Stay off the drugs. Lance off- Skywalker. <laughs> uh, who's that girl's name? Uh... Her name. Yeah, I'm blanking on. It. I mean, you got what's his name? Uh, Zakari. Oh yeah. And then they just the person they recently just signed, who I saw at the concert, but didn't take my seat while he was performing. What's that girl's name? She be singing and rapping. <laughs> what is her name? Hey, what is her? I don't name? even know what to type in to. <laughs> See, I, I have a new clue. <laughs> let me. Now I gotta find it. Cause I listened to her EP and it was okay. Yeah, why you scratch your brain thinking about that? Cause I ain't never gonna come up with it. I'm. Uh... I know you've been uh, bumping that new Nicki Minaj. I have it. <laughs> I heard the first part and then I heard it transition into the second part and then I was done. Is she allowed to just keep doing this Chinese inspired um, yeah, I'm getting <laughs> styling? That got on Gwen Stefani when she did Harajuku Girls, but Nicki Minaj is putting chopsticks in her hair, making making stereotypical sounds and doing. Yeah, I, I, I thought that we were. She was going a little bit too far when she was running around calling herself Chun Li. She keeps bringing that back. I'm like, it does. I mean, I'm assuming she got some uh, Asian hair. I hope so. As much <laughs> as she's going on and on, Dude, I don't even want to repeat the sound effect yeah. she be doing because <laughs> that's too racist. I'm gonna just let them handle that because I am not informed enough. But it does come off a little bit of a little bit. I'm gonna give it time. Yeah, it's a little bit odd. So I'm gonna just I'm gonna just chill on that one. Rich the kid was on TDE at some point. That's what this what's this that, says. What's that from Wikipedia? Yep, because <laughs> uh, because it's under former acts with Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. All right, here's the uh, TDE <laughs> roster. Punch, J-Rock, Abso, Schoolboy Q. It says Black Hippie, but that's not a group. <laughs> okay. SZA, Isaiah Rashad, Lance Skywalker, Sir, Reason, Sir. Zakari, Rayvon. Is that and it? The, that's the uh, dude. Uh-oh. And the girl I couldn't think of is Dochi. She's pretty good. Uh- I had no clue that she was on there. Yeah. See, once Kendrick started leaving, y'all's y'all star power starts to go with it a little bit too. Seeing how long the the big the original big three now since the other guy left, uh, J Rock been on there since two thousand five, Absol two thousand seven, Schoolboy two thousand nine. It had a nice little run, but now it's time to reinvent and see what y'all can do with it. And if that means merging with the, <laughs> <laughs> then they had their second wave with SZA and Isaiah. And then they had a third wave with Lance and Sir, then Reason and Zakari, and now Ravon and Dochi, the new season as a Rashad. Yeah, that's work to do. Because <laughs> right now, PG Lang got two people on it, and they. <laughs> and one of them, when I listened to his album at the beginning, I'm like, he stinks. <laughs> 
<laughs> he does not fit in with what I thought Kendrick would be signing. Yeah, Baby Keem didn't get off to a good start with me either. Until, uh, well, I'm, th- I'm talking about um, Tana Leon. Oh, yeah, that's what I was referring to. Yeah. Him. He. I just I put him in TDE's camp like it was nothing. Nah, he PG Lang. <laughs> Yeah, PG Lang, you got Kendrick, and then you got the big steppers. Uh, Baby came and Tana Leone. Nah, Tana, his album, I was like, what in the world? He's not even <laughs> lyrical or nothing. I didn't give him a shot because, like I said, I was eating pizza, having conversation while he was on that stage performing, and I didn't give that EP no spin. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> so. like when I when I forgot that I've been to a Beyonce concert when who <laughs> and me was starting to get tickets. I was sitting there, I'm like, I've been to one. Look on these cities. I forgot all about it. Uh, but uh, Chloe and Holly were opening for her out of the concession stand, at the bathroom, <laughs> missed all of it, came in, and DJ Khaled was closing down. Oh, <laughs> uh, was this the. Uh, it was like on the run two or something. Oh, was that the concert where nobody was at? Because I right. remember when they came here, them tickets, they w- they couldn't shout that any louder over the radio to come get these tickets. <laughs> I cannot remember. <laughs> You're like, yo, y'all don't want to go see B- Beyonce and Jay-Z? That's me. I called it a Beyonce concert. <laughs> I, I truly barely remember Jay-Z was there. <laughs> I mean, she can go on a stadium tour run. I don't know if... He can he... do a stadium tour date. <laughs> see, I'm sorry, base. I'm talking baseball stadiums football stadium oh yeah yeah he can he can do yeah he can, him and eminem can pair up to do like they do all the best with the baseball players yeah but uh, drake announced his tour i looked at tried to look at those tickets yeah i saw he wasn't coming here so i was like all right well i was looking at where like where close is he coming not that i necessarily am the biggest drake fan if he was coming here i'd go but if if he thinks I'm gonna travel outside for a couple hours to go see him, <laughs> nah, you're gonna need somebody a little bit better than Twenty One Savage. No disrespect to Twenty One Savage, but if mm. you gonna get me to drive a couple hours, that's messed up. How you do an album with somebody and his name was so itty bitty on that on that flyer uh, like, with Twenty One Savage? He was like, your uh, con- contribution to that album I dropped was very itty bitty. <laughs> so your name is gonna be itty bitty on this tour. Uh, uh, what are you talking about? That's, that's what the name of the <laughs> podcast will <laughs> 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 Or how we get here? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Before we get up out of movies, want to veer over to a more newer release. That's oh, yeah, strange. real quick. Okay. Did, um... When we was talking about the movies Eminem was offered, did we mention uh, <laughs> that he was offered the lead of Mad Max Fury Road? Nope. I read that. I don't know if this was a fake article, but I read that recently. I'm like, he was offered. I can see it. The movies that man turned down, and all the reasoning was, I filmed in Detroit. Yeah. yeah <laughs> they could have filmed Mad Max in Detroit. It looked the same. Put some green screens <laughs> up. That's what I mean. How badly y'all want this man in, in y'all's movie? Clearly not bad enough. Then the, when you see the people they replace him with, like right. when he was offered Training Day, Ethan Hawke. <laughs> they just it look, Eat, they look at white M- like they are all the same. Eminem <laughs> and Denzel. <laughs> Where was this thing at uh, where it had more of the movies he was offered? It said uh, Mad Max, match. Training Day, The Fighter, Elysium, Southpaw. We knew all those, of course. He gets replaced with A plus actors. If they can't get Marshall, they gotta get Ethan. Okay, because we gotta get Tom Hardy. Yeah, because we gotta get Matt Damon, Jake (laughs) Jelly, Jake (laughs) Jelly. I guess we gotta get Mark Wahlberg. (laughs) (laughs) 
want him to do one of these movies. I don't get why they, they won't shoot it in Detroit. They shot Mad Max in Australia <laughs> so far. <laughs> he was like, oh, you want to shoot in Detroit? You know what? I'm going to take us so far away since you had the audacity to say we, we, you'll do it if we shoot in Detroit. I just want him to do a movie now. Right. Now he's getting too comfortable. He's like, I'm getting Oh, yeah, I it's over. Barely, I don't want to do nothing. I can't even read pages on acceptance <laughs> speeches now. I definitely can't yeah. read no script, and I don't got the memory for it either. He was seen recently with uh, Elton John, I believe. Yeah, one of his Run DMC shirts on. He, of course, had a rapper on his shirt. I don't. It wasn't Run DMC, though. I want to see where he finds all these old school acts I saw an interview where he said, now that's one of his new hobbies to find. Uh, t-shirts of artists and uh, uh, cassettes that he used to like that you wouldn't expect to have one. That's going to be me when I get his age. I'm going to still Might be rocking. Might just be doing stuff. I'll be rocking musical acts, Marvel movies on my shirts at 50, 60 I years I can't old. wait to see how I age. I'm going to be pathetic probably. <laughs> the most childish grown, my little pinwheel hat. <laughs> Yeah, we, we can get away with it as we go into like the 30s. Yeah, 30 now. 40, 50. And once we get older, we're going to be going to that territory of someone we always make fun of. Yeah, like, yo. <laughs> you still got, you got crop charms on your shirts. <laughs> like, all right, man, just, I can only okay some of this stuff what from now on. What kind of clothes am I going to wear? I know it's going to be all about comfort for me. Because it's, it's about his head in that way now. Say, uh, if I, I don't put shoes on now. So if I don't put shoes on at this age, I can only imagine once my feet really start hurting, <laughs> I might just glide everywhere. I ain't going to be doing no walking. Yeah. Definitely go. I, I can see myself in some sort of sweatpants for the rest of my life. That's where I'm at now. Hair always going to be up in the dewy. Unless I, I, I'm going to go bald and still put it in the yeah. dewy. I don't care. Oh man! But speaking of things that's getting old, my transition game is on point. Uh, Scream Six came out recently from uh, when the original come out like late nineties, early nineties. Let me see. I need a re- research department. I'm acting like I ain't got no computers or no. <laughs> it's too so much. It's too hard yeah. to t- talk and type. Scream. <laughs> but I. I saw the new one. Did you see? Did you see Scream Six? I wanted to go see it, and then I realized I didn't watch Scream Five. So, <laughs> so, so I'm like, care just come from? <laughs> so I'm like, I ain't, I ain't somebody that just jumps over something in the franchise. So uh, I'm going. I probably I'm gonna watch it tomorrow because I say, ain't no way I'm watching it tonight. <laughs> Not with us recording. The uh, first Scream came out in '96. Okay, so right, right there in the middle. Well, Scream whew. Two came out the following year. Oh, they do it the same way they do in these, because uh, after these, or after, what's it called, the um, the box office came out for Scream 6, or actually before that, yeah. once the projection started coming in, they was already saying, there's rumors that they got the cameras all ready to go for end of this year for Scream 7. Look, this look, they got, Scream 3 came out in 2000, Scream 4, 11 years later. Oh yeah, they went quick. 2011, Slight then break. another 11 Big years break. later. I don't like uh they can just do it with uh Wes Craven not being a lot. Wait. Yeah, he did. Okay. <laughs> I didn't want to put death on that man and <laughs> I only said that with confidence because I just read an interview where they keep talking about how okay, yeah, we got we still keep the spirit alive, but we're starting to do something a little different. I don't like that. I mean I like that, but I don't like you saying it. I mean, I don't even know what they're talking about because yeah. <laughs> I've seen these I've seen all these movies now and they all seem like they came from the same wheelhouse. <laughs> now, I will say without spoiling that these last couple, 
are getting very um, alarmingly fake in terms <laughs> of who is dead, who you think is dead, and who ain't dead. <laughs> and with all that being said, I don't want to spoil the movie. I will just end it off with saying the movie was entertaining. The lack of realism and the directions that they take the lack of realism is starting to get frustrating. But outside of that, I mean, it's still a entertaining slasher slasher flick for the most part. But with it becoming so unrealistic, I want to ask you, walk me through a scenario or a pitch meeting or something where somebody says, all right, Scream franchise, Fast and the Furious franchise <laughs> need to cross over. All right, I need you to present me an idea of how they can make that happen on the big screen. You don't even need to see the movies or well, see the most recent movies. Well, first, first of all, Ghostface is no longer one of the cast, one of the characters in it. Ghostface is like an actual like monster type of like cyborg <laughs> type of character. I can see it made out of car parts. <laughs> Because from a rusty garage, because Cipher <laughs> put together uh, somebody to take out the family, okay. and so now Ghostface is more of like Taskmaster, kind of recreating the, uh, the family's moves. <laughs> does he still only use only use the knife, or does he bring out the shotgun like he brought in this movie? Uh, he uses whatever weapons the other use a crowbar. So when he fights Dominic. front of car. <laughs> and the handcuffs, front of car, <laughs> and the back. <laughs> and so uh, he's hired by Cipher, who I'm assuming is still gonna be live after this uh, next Fast and Furious <laughs> to um, go after the family. Simple as that. And then it just plays out like he pops up in backseat of a car, tries to get them, they run and escape. <laughs> seeing seeing a trailer where it opens up with Vin or I'm sorry Dom giving you that uh, that mug to the uh, just a little mirror in the car <laughs> the rear view yeah mirror. the rear view mirror he's look he adjusts it <laughs> looks in there give his typical Dominic Toretto look but then what magically appears as he adjusts it Ghostface just sitting in the back now you'll never see this Dominic is startled you do ah. <laughs> actually I changed my mind. I wanted to in the end it to be Hobbs was under the under the mask the whole time. <laughs> that would be a perfect way for them to address their their beef in a <laughs> movie way. We would all get a good laugh out of it. They would all get a good laugh out of it. It would be fun. Oh man! <laughs> but if. <laughs> If Dominic Toretto seen Ghostface appear in his backseat, got startled, and then opened up the car and ran out of it, and the trailer just, just opens run. up with him being chased by Ghostface. For one, I don't know why I don't think I've ever seen Dominic Toretto run. And I'm talking about just straight forward. <laughs> like action like Tom Cruise be doing. Yeah, like any explosion or a windstorm that's coming. No, just, Nah, he's more just, of a walk. <laughs> he walk him down. <laughs> can't just picture Dominic Toretto running. Nah, that ain't his thing. <laughs> He's like, if I ain't driving, I ain't moving. <laughs> driving and standing. <laughs> That's the only, those are in my contract. I, I need to drive from place to place. I don't need to run. If I'm in the scene and I ain't in the car, I'm only standing. Maybe a casual walk over to the next table. Yeah. And I can't lose fights. <laughs> Never. That's all I ask from my movie. <laughs> but yet everybody else got dying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, shout out to Fast X coming here soon. Can't wait. I'm going to be there that Thursday night. Mm -hmm. uh, speaking of Fast X, 
reports say that the cast got back together to shoot a post-credit scene recently that has a major cameo in it. They don't know who this cameo is. So, of course, my brain immediately goes to... Henry Cavill? Because that's who popped in my head just now. Oh, mine's was more generic. I'm always thinking... Never mind, I was going to word that a little weird. Nah, I worded, think- worded how you was going to no, say it. I was going to say I'm always thinking about The Rock. But <laughs> no, nah, I, I think his be. I think his blood is so deep in his blood. His issue. <laughs> so I'm like, did they did they mend fences? Because I see. I would love that Dwayne Johnson. He saw uh, Black Adam didn't work out. He needs. Yeah, <laughs> so, you're free. Oh, uh, and I'm gonna play something for you later about what he said on the red carpet last night about Black Adam and Henry Cavill. Uh, I'm a Dwayne Dwayne Johnson fan. But he losing points with me every time he keeps speaking <laughs> about de- Black Adam. His delusion. Black Adam really made him a villain. Yeah, because you lost. <laughs> take the L. I don't like when people just don't take the L. Yes. You're still you. Yeah. Just, it literally changes nothing. Just be like, I was, I was wrong. That happens. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds took his. Took his lump when he did Green Lantern. And jokes about it. Yeah, he sat down. Went back to the drawing boards. Act like he act uh, that Deadpool trailer accidentally got leaked. Right. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> That's what the Rock needs to do. He needs to find a better passion than Black Adam, and then just reinvent yourself. Right. Try to get that movie out when it don't come out. Leak it. Yeah. On accident. We know you got those capabilities. And it got to be something crazy. It can't just be your regular him in cargo pants and t- tight shirt. <laughs> Y'all seen this movie where I play like a. A Wiley War veteran. He need to do something like when uh, <laughs> when Joaquin Phoenix was in character in real life when he was doing the interviews. He had the beard and the glasses, and he was rapping and stuff. <laughs> That's what the Rock needs to do. That was a, that Joaquin Phoenix era was yeah. That, was not, that man was losing his mind. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, he just goes back behind, uh, behind the scenes, just giggling at everybody, think he's going crazy. <laughs> Uh, all right, so you thinking Henry Cavill going to appear in this movie? Yeah, I don't know why that came to mind. I can, I can see it. I think Henry Cavill will probably do it to be petty to get back at The Rock. Like I'm about to team up with your arch nemesis since you decided to bring me all <laughs> the way out of what I was doing in my own little world to bring it back to this world just for me to get booted out again. Having a nemesis in real life is so <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I mean, all your favorite rappers we talking about, they got ops. Yeah. Like, some of these people really got ops. Hey, how do I feel to have like Don, or Vin Diesel or <laughs> The Rock being your opposition? That's insane. Yeah, that's so silly. <laughs> they need to squash it. Even if they don't do the movies together no more, just let that go. Right, they, that's it. Y'all too old. <laughs> Y'all late 40s and 50s. Oh, man. All right, well, want to veer over or back over, depending on how you want to look at it, to TV. So we talked about the Oscars, but now let's get into some more... Uh, some more controversy. The Oscars didn't have enough controversy for me. <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk about uh, Euphoria or the guy who came up with Euph- Euphoria. His name is Mr. Nasty <laughs> Sam Levinson. He's a different. I, I don't. I don't want y'all to mix up the kind of Mr. Nasties he can be. Yeah, he's he's just, he don't got no crimes on him. But he just he, TV. Yeah, he makes like nasty programming. <laughs> his fictional content be a little bit disturbing. It makes sometimes. you think like. <laughs> What made you come up with that? Why that in your head? Right. Like, interesting person if that stuff be popping in your head. But, I mean, art. <laughs> the excuse everybody. Yeah. Art. 
But apparently, or he's been back in the news recently because there's some reports going around that uh, his new show or his new series called The Idol, starring The Weeknd, oh, which yeah. has yet to come out. Yeah, that's been announced quite some time ago. That trailer came out. Yeah, they announced it. Uh, then they said it's coming out this year, but now there's reports saying that the series is coming under some hot water from some alleged behavior by one Sam Levinson. The and, creator. And this wouldn't be a shock because he got them same allegations on um, Euphoria. Well, I mean, it's yeah, it's right up to Ali. Ali, they're saying this movie is a huge price tag, but it's being classified as a quote-unquote S asterisk 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 show. This is, you know, this is, this is a family <laughs> program, and so you can fill in the yeah. blanks there, calling some of the scenes quote-unquote torture porn, as they refer to as Saw in its heyday. Oh, reports are also saying that he essentially used the success of Euphoria to kind of get what he wanted with the idol. So he, somebody was directing the series. He came aboard when it came to directing, scrapped a lot of stuff, went back and reshot a lot of the scenes allegedly, and now it's turned out that it's just a hot mess. It's <laughs> not what they signed on for, and he's just using his power that he has with Euphoria over to get again his way with this show. So it's got some people flocking and freaking out and thinking things are gonna go crazy with this show or when it comes out it's gonna get canceled immediately and just all these type of things like a lot of disturbing sexual and physical violence scenes are being said like rolling stone wrote this whole article on it as well and they said some things are in there um there's even quote unquote a scene where lily rose depp johnny depp's daughter who's acting in the show is carrying an egg in her um private area yuck and if she broke it, she was threatened or broke or dropped the egg. She was threatened by the weekend's character that he would refuse to, uh, quote unquote, rape her if, she, you know, she didn't follow the rules in this scene. So, again, this is just coming from a story with Rolling Stone, <laughs> yeah. just kind of highlighting the disturbances that may appear in this show. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. So you gonna watch the show based off of all that? I mean, probably just because I'm interested in the show prior to hearing that. But <laughs> I ain't. It ain't no appointment viewing for me. And there was already stuff on Euphoria that I was like, I don't really like seeing this on a week-to-week <laughs> basis. And especially because that last season started off so bad to me. And then hearing all this st- his stuff they be saying about him off screen where he having issues with, uh, what's her name? Barbie, Barbara. The, oh, the one girl who got other. Uh, that was the... Cam model, whatever, on the show. The quote-unquote big girl on the yeah, show. Yeah, her issues with her, issues with, who else do they say? A couple of other characters, or like p- the people in real life. So that already got me looking at him a little, <laughs> a little sideways and then hearing this weird stuff. Yeah, yeah this is, I mean, I'm going to watch the show still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, Euphoria, it definitely yeah, has. I powered through, if I can power through Euphoria, because <laughs> it got good and uh, Zendaya put on one of the greatest performances of all time. I say, yeah, he, this is what bothers me about him is he, I, I like, I don't want to say disturbing content, but I like stuff that pushes the boundaries when it comes to like entertainment. So like movies, I like controversial stuff as long as it's not like OD going crazy. So that's what draws me to like his work with like Euphoria, I think. Euphoria goes over the edge some sometimes, and I'm like, okay, I don't want to see that. But I like that it actually took the attempt to do that. Now, that's where you then need to work on, okay, how do we want to best go about this to not just seem like we're just doing shock just to do shock. Yeah, he like, starts getting so reckless with it. Yeah, like just it needs to be it needs to be a point around it in some form or fashion. So if he's doing that with the idol, 
cool, I'm all on board. I'm a big weekend fan, so I'm, I would love to see how his bad acting is going to turn out on the show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, 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 I like stories of like people in Hollywood and excess in Hollywood and all the crazy things that go on behind the scenes, like get your career built. Like I'm interested in those type of stories, so I'm gonna definitely watch the show. Mm-hmm. But I ain't gonna put it past these these reports and say some of it probably. It's probably true. I was like, that's probably true. There's <laughs> probably some 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 false statements in there, but for the most part, I'm pretty sure they was going in the right direction. But we'll we'll see once the show come out. Um, but yeah, I just I don't. I guess I don't take it. Too, I don't take too much of it because I'm like I'm not too surprised. But also, I need to see the show first before I can really say anything. Uh, um, but is there like a show from like your childhood that you remember when you were a kid? When you were watching it, like that stood out to you, like yo, I'm surprised that I'm either like able to watch this right now, or that this is actually on TV at this moment, or something. You're like, oh, I felt like this is just too much for my little kitty eyes to be watching right now. Let me see, I watch so much kid programming that is hard. To- <laughs> Shoot, even with kid programming, it's like there are some of those shows. You're like, I know with Dragon Ball Z, the racism that uh appeared in there that necessarily didn't. Yeah, when- was it? When I would see the uncut version of DBZ or Dragon Ball, actually, uh, <laughs> Dragon Ball, sometimes there'd be stuff like this is weird. But then I'm even I'm trying to think of something else. Yeah, I want you, I want you, I'm going to let you sit with that. I'm going to let you think about that and see if you could, by the end of the episode, if a, <laughs> a, a show happens to come to mind. Because I was trying to think about the same thing as well. I'm like, yeah, besides like little one-off stuff. Here and there, there was not a show that I can think of right now. There was nothing I watched consistently. Yeah. I believe the first rated R movie I ever seen was The Matrix, and that that didn't really have nothing too crazy in it. And then, so I'm trying to think of a show. I ain't really watched nothing on like HBO. I surely wouldn't have been allowed to anyway. So, yeah, True Blood kind of got me. I think that was probably the first HBO show I watched like all the way through. And I was like, yeah, this show is kind of off the wall. But then when I compare it to stuff now, it's not anything yeah. too different. What did I want? Let's see. And then the radar movie I seen in theater after Matrix was when we saw Bad Boys 2. That was off the wall for the moment. Yeah. And then <laughs> after that, I believe I went all the way up until Super Bad. Or at least I think I went, it was until Super Bad when I was the next radar movie in theater I saw. I started going crazy after that. Was, they let the, they took the gloves off after I saw Bad Boy Two. I, Bad Boys Two it was all she wrote. I think. Wait, no, no. Well, at, yeah, in the theater was that. I know at home I had watched. Was starting to see all of them like horror movies and stuff like uh, Jeepers Creepers. Jeepers they, Creepers. Uh, Gothica with a Holly Berry. Oh, shower scene! I had to close my eyes in the theater. I, think I fell asleep because my eyes was closed for so long. I take it back. I saw no wait. I, depending on what year uh, Freddy versus Jason was. Two thousand three. I was like the, around the same time as Bad Boys. The fact that I just said that as if I was a hundred percent sure. Now <laughs> I need to go back and. <laughs> I think it was two thousand three. Yeah, it, it came out the same year as uh, Finding Nemo, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and I <laughs> saw both of them. Finding Nemo it was literally became one of my favorite movies of all time uh-huh. that year. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, I remember that year. My dad told me he was like, "I, right, we can either go see the movies or go see this movie, or we can go to the fair." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fair. And I was like, I would take Freddy versus Jason, please. <laughs> I am good on that fair. Fair. <laughs> I don't think I've been to the state fair in maybe a decade. I probably went six years ago or something. I'm like, it's hot. 
Hot, hot, hot. <laughs> I'll be complaining about stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, especially if I don't want to be there already, I will mm-hmm. find something to complain about. The parking. I had to walk so far. <laughs> this is yeah, if it's something I want to do, I'll be complaining. <laughs> I'll cop please all day long. Well, it's kind of fun, ain't it? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Like that game ain't that long. It was only went to three overtimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's something I don't want to do. I'm like, is that a hundred degrees out here? It's so long. I'm so bored. I'm hungry. Why is the line long? It's too many people here. <laughs> I definitely turned into a child. Right? If I'm somewhere I don't want to be and it wasn't my idea. <sighs> like, do we really need to do this? Like, I'm ready to leave. Like, if y'all are like, <laughs> <laughs> like what time you want to leave? <laughs> Say that as soon as you walk in. <laughs> you can let me know when you're ready to go. Right, like, I'm cool if you're ready to head out already. Like, I know we just got here, but. <laughs> oh, man. All right, we'll stay on TV. Uh, the Mandalorian season three just started up recently. You all caught up? Nope. <laughs> I have to. I definitely. That's something I want to do is catch up on all the Star Wars shows. I'm well behind. Yeah. But I know Pedro Pascal is like, when one of my shows ends, the next one starts, and that's how it keeps going. Uh, we. Uh, I, I, I think I'm a. I'm. A, I'm gonna say because I don't know if anybody else says it, but we might need to say, and it has, it needs to be this complete phrase. Pedro Pascal is a TV. Legend, <laughs> because when you think about big TV shows, that, that man is somewhere to be found. <laughs> He's gonna pop up. Narcos, yep, <laughs> that helped get Netflix off the ground. Uh, Game of Thrones. He's in one of the most talked about violent scenes mm-hmm. from that show. Fast forward to now, Mandalorian arguably got Star Wars franchise back on the right foot. Definitely set the TV set this TV part off, and now he got The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Uh, that man, he, he, and so, th- some of this was going at the same time, mm-hmm. and I don't even fault him f- for a uh, Wonder Woman 1984. But I say, yeah, I didn't even get into the big properties that he did with the movies, <laughs> just straight uh, off of t- where he's at TV and his TV decisions. Let me see. Let me look at his TV run. I'm, in, I'm gonna say all his stuff. This list too long. Yeah, that man been working. Let's see. Nah, I ain't gonna say all of his stuff. I'll say the stuff I recognize. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. See, and that's... Touched by that. an Angel. NYPD Blue. Law and Order Criminal Intent. Granted, these are just like an episode. Uh, regular Law and Order. But he was on The Good Wife. Six See? episodes. See? He was on Lights Out, Brother and Sister. I don't know what those are. Uh, let's see. We move on up to Graceland. He was on... Uh, the Mentalist, he was on. That's a name. Like multiple episodes. See? Uh, of course, Narcos, like we said, The Mandalorian. Uh, we we can count The Book of Boba Fett. Man, that practically was his show at a certain <laughs> point. So yeah. uh, Now The Last of Us. Not to mention all his appearances on all kind of other different stuff in between those. Yeah. And it's just like the shows that he's in, I guess it might be just... You know, recency bias, but the shows he's in is one of those shows that people actually like tune into from week to week, have conversations about. Uh, again, Narcos was a big show, but the fact that he's in The Mandalorian right now, in The Last of Us right now, which are two of like, the crazy. biggest shows going, <laughs> it's like you usually don't see people doing that and become like the faces of things at the same time and not worried about, or like some people be worried about having com- people look at them and, uh, having a hard time deciphering or being able to separate the two like if you're the mandalorian you feel like you can't be something else that's big or cu- currently going on but he's like nah, let's do it all 
He's like, I don't care. Like in that show, I got a mask on anyway. So just think, he ain't in the MCU yet. Yeah, he still got his yeah, spot waiting for him. He might mess around and be the Sentry in uh, Thunderbolts <laughs> if if your boy Steven is just a regular old character admin assistant in that movie. <laughs> then you go to the movies he did during this time, such as the Adjustment Bureau, the Great Wall, Kingsman, the Golden Circle, Equalizer. He wasn't Kingsman. Equalizer Two, Triple oh, Frontier. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Triple See, Frontier was only 2019. Triple Frontier feels very old. That feels like two podcasts ago. <laughs> <laughs> it really, what? I feel like we was on some show. <laughs> that I got a name that we don't use anymore. Wonder Woman 1984. We Can Be Heroes. The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. The Bubble. He has done a lot of villain movie roles. He, he took a stab at doing a lot of different things. He's like, let me let me try my hand at a couple of different things, see what I find my groove in. It seems to be like, I'm seeming to be the man now, but it's like TV is where I really shine and get, start to branch off from there with doing. And he got stuff. a movie about, about to come out with him and Jay Ellis. Oh, that's your boy. And that's nah, your boy. And you Angus Cloud. Speaking of um, <laughs> you uh, swear by Jay Ellis. Euphoria. <laughs> I ain't never somebody speak so nah. highly about Jay Ellis before. In my I ain't life. never seen nothing Jay Ellis is in except for uh, whatever that show's called, Insecure. <laughs> you saw him in Insecure, and then you was like, "Yo, that man from Insecure, like, <laughs> I wouldn't got be, a career ahead of him." Jay, Jay Ellis uh, could have been in like a Creed. He could have. <laughs> somebody. There was some. He's people. older than both of them though. Now that's sad because he it says let me see he look he, he he's forty one. <gasps> that man don't look a day over thirty three. Why, like why does Jonathan Majors. Majors look like that? It's somebody got to be somebody. It's like his face structure or yeah, his, his his head is just and, so and his demeanor. <laughs> and it's got a lot of wisdom in it. Like, yeah, like he's been here for a long time. <laughs> People say gray hair is a wisdom, but right. certain his, features his on like his face. He got like an old nose or something. <laughs> his forehead just got some things that just seem like he's done seen a lot of stuff. <laughs> he, he done scrunched up his face at a lot of different moments. Yeah. In his life. All right. Well, we we solved the uh, we solved who, the fact of who's the biggest JLS fan, which is you. you. Uh, <laughs> before we get off of TV, uh, I know we talked about The Last of Us. Um, the season finale actually just aired this past Sunday or recently, depending on when you listen to this. I ain't watch it yet. Or do you even watch Not Last yet. of Us? I'm uh, going to, though. All right, well, one or two, before we move off of this, one to ask, see if there's like a, a season finale from your childhood that really stands out to you for whatever reason. I know we talked about a controversial show, so we're still thinking about that, so I ain't forget. But now I'm going to add another thing to uh, your little thought process and that's, is there a controversial season finale to a show from your childhood, teenage years? I can give you to early adult that when you saw it, it just stood out to you for whatever reason. Let me see. I don't know why the finale of Power Rangers in Space is the first thing that came to my mind. Right, why, why, why that one? I don't remember. And I don't know if it was the finale of Space. I believe it was the, oh, when was it the finale of Turbo. Was that when such and such died? On what? One of those Power Rangers, I remember, was it the Pink Ranger? Somebody she, died. She died on, I'm going to say Lost Galaxy. I shouldn't be able to rattle these off like this. She died on something. Or did she die on Zeo? She might have died on Zeo. Because it was Morphin, Zeo. I think I'm thinking of Turbo because that finale ended with them. Was it when they flew to space? Or am I thinking of the finale with the dude with the long hair was saying goodbye to everybody? Um, I know the finale of Dragon Ball Z was abrupt. All of a sudden, he's training with Oob. 
who's the reincarnation of Majin Buu, even though, hold on, I just realized on Dragon Ball Super, I think they... I think Dragon Ball Super takes place before that scene, and so Oob is just not not around. That's why he's not on Super. Now I thought about it. Man, once some shows start getting transferred over here, they just start doing what they want. GT don't count. Um, so that's why, because Super takes place past GT. I'm still stuck on this Power Rangers because I still got one scene in my head I think, where I feel see. like she died. I remember that. I can't remember if that was on Galaxy or Zio. I just got a cl- I got a cliff in my head. Somebody like Did jumped off a cliff or something, or fell the off a cliff. Pink Ranger die. Oh no! No, I'm like, we, not like, the real lady. Yeah, well, anybody asking about that? We are, we talking about something more important, like the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they bringing up all the people who's been on Power Ranger that died. No, we just asked for the Pink Ranger. I don't need that sadness. Uh, yeah, while we looking up this, there was a cl- there's another clip of something, or there's a clip I wanted to bring up. I want to see if I can. It wasn't Kimberly. It was Kendricks Morgan. She was the Pink Ranger. She died, and that was on Lost Galaxy. I was right. And how did she die? Let me see. I can't believe I guessed Lost Galaxy right. <laughs> that was disgusting. Uh, let me see. She was thrown off a cliff. Hey, I knew it. I knew it. I knew something about some cliff. That thing's kind of dark. <laughs> yeah, I did remember that being like, man. All right. That's a, that's a little out there. Like, yeah, y'all doing this for a kid show. I killed her. <laughs> All right, well. Hold on. How was she on Lightspeed Rescue then? I think they did something where she was brought right back to. It was something where she died, but it didn't stay like that. I didn't even think that was the characters were still going to the next thing once it got to Lightspeed Rescue. For kids shows, they feel like they can just throw whatever at us and we'll just <laughs> deal with it because we're stupid, dumb little kids. Let's see. I don't feel like reading all that. <laughs> well, hey, the fact that we got the fact that yeah. she died and it was by some cliff. So that's pretty good based off of my memory being shot at this that's point. Crazy. But uh, I want to move forward. This is kind of... I mean, I guess it can be in TV if you want to look at it, but I'm going to play a clip from somebody or at least part of a clip of somebody speaking and giving his opinion. Uh, and We're going to Let's talk see, about it after we get it. Okay. I was about to go ghetto old school. <laughs> uh, talk, well, I just told a buddy of mine, we were on the phone, and we were talking about this murder case. And I said, well, you know, boy, OJ Simpson I don't talking know. Right now. You know, I think <laughs> the, the guy juice. might be able to uh, get some reasonable doubt uh, there. But I said, if the verdict comes back tomorrow, he's going to be guilty. If the verdict comes mm. back uh, next week sometime, he shouldn't that be means they're probably this. fighting. <laughs> and there are probably some disagreement. Of all people. Uh, <laughs> to talk about anybody getting found guilty. by the lieutenant. What they tell uh, you? The what they tell you, Juice? Uh, when I was incarcerated. Uh, in, in, in one of my cases, and uh, one of my cases, after the police officers <laughs> had testified in my case, mm-hmm. uh, all of the sheriff's department they ran the jail, not the prison, but they ran the jail. And yeah, break it down, from house. okay? Uh, they said you're going home, and I said, well, how can you guys be so sure? Mm-hmm. They said, when a jury sees somebody as lying, like you, especially police officers, uh, they won't convict and. Like it or not, those police officers, it was pretty uh, apparent that they were lying about stuff. 
Well, mm. uh, that seemed to be the case here with Murdoch. The one thing that the jury must the fact that he's being dead serious, uh, going into uh, all kind of details. Of crazy. Crazy. Said. I read this now, back I so many times. Just the fact that he said he was just being serious, talking about he was just giving his opinion. Talk about the messenger. This crazy. One way or the other, because I didn't watch it all. But you're not qualified because your life. It's hard for me to think that he could have um, been on the stands five, six, seven days without lying. <laughs> All right, we're done with you, Jay. Why, <laughs> Why is that man talking like that? <laughs> you shouldn't be giving your opinion on nothing <laughs> related to being guilty. Especially not no murder. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted, to, I wanted to play that just because it was ridiculous. But it, it reminds me of one of my favorite seasons of a tv show which is oj versus the people um in this american crime story by your boy uh what's his name ryan your boy ryan murphy ryan murphy uh so <laughs> season one of that show is probably one of my favorite shows of or se- seasons of a tv show just because how they they build up and played out the whole uh oj trial when he did that thing to them peoples <laughs> stabby uh, stab <laughs> so i wanted to ask you Again, I'm throwing another thing for you to think about so you can answer on this episode or we can bring it, we can save it for the next episode. But what is one season of a TV show that is your favorite? And I need it to be a show that's quote unquote adult. So something that you only think older people will watch or something that you couldn't see yourself as a kid. Like me. I ain't watching no OJ versus the people as no 10-year-old. Yeah. And no 12-year-old. Nah, that ain't really up my realm. I'm probably watching something like Half on Half or Girlfriends <laughs> or the one-on-one season with Ray J. But now I go back and I rewatch stuff like OJ versus the people or that's that, that season or the, even the, the next seasons after that, the one with the – the Gucci or Da Vinci or Vinci Vucci? Da Vinci. That I have a Nicholas Cage in it. What's, what's, what Gu- Gucci? No. Probably. Versace? Yeah, Versace. There you go. Versace. <laughs> and then the the political one with Monica Lewinsky and Bill Clinton. Like the stuff I watch at this old age now. So is there one season of a TV show that's quote unquote adult or, or that you would only watch as adult that is your favorite? Let's see. First thing that comes to mind is probably like dead to me with uh, Christina Applegate. I for sure couldn't see myself watching that as a kid, but uh, watching that now. So I'm trying to think which of them seasons was my favorite. Probably was the first season, even though the other two seasons were good too. But just enjoying that show just don't seem like a show I would watch as a kid. I was watching, I was more uh, Toonami and my wife and kids. It was the shows I was watching and cartoons. Yeah, like how many, how many non comedies were we probably watching as kids? Like just, none. I say just like straight drama shows. Again, might have a little laugh here and there, but for the most part, it was they was trying to serious you out from start to finish. <laughs> if it didn't come on no Disney or no <laughs> Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon, then zero. Yeah, the, the game. How old was go. I when Parenthood was on? Because that's one of my favorite shows of all time. Let me see the the dates that was out. I might have been young because <laughs> Michael B was young. Look, look it up. Oh, I was seventeen. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked if I was grown. <laughs> Parenthood. I couldn't be because that one boy who's playing Blue Beetle was a tiny little boy. 
That's your favorite actor. You've been riding with him ever since. Nah, I only I've only seen him on Parenthood and the stills for Blue Beetle. In <laughs> <laughs> the, the leaked pictures that came from the Blue Beetle set, which is still apparently actually coming out. Mm-hmm. All right, I was a uh, let me see, I was a teen when it the first season aired. <laughs> the rest of it, I, <laughs> I ventured into adulthood. <laughs> Let's say yeah. Now I really think about it, I really cannot think of. Many and that was like very comments. adult for me. I was like, "This for this is like show your parents a watch." This get edgy. Dak Shepard and right. <laughs> and Joy Bryant and May Whitman. Joy coach. <laughs> the dude that played coach is on it. Oh, and the little dude that shot himself in the head on uh, Thirteen Reasons Why. He was the son on that show. Oh, uh, Alex. I don't know. I can't remember that. That show ended so disgustingly that I can't. <laughs> I can't remember. I almost called him a name, but I'm gonna save that name for <laughs> off mic. <laughs> but all right. Well, yeah. That's a, now. I'm really now. I'm gonna start to see if I can think about just what non comedies or non cartoons was I watching as a kid. All right. So if if we can think of something, we'll bring it back for the next episode. But gonna stay on TV. But now we're gonna v- venture into the guilty pleasure segment of the show. I got some updates of my my guilty pleasures that I want to share with y'all. But before we do that, anything you want to you know bring up during this guilty pleasure mm. segment that you that you watching that you really don't want the streets to know about? I mean, mm, no, I ain't really too assured. <laughs> the episode <laughs> of Six Hundred Pound Life that I just recently watched took place here. And it looked like Mississippi. <laughs> it didn't look like here. I was like, where is this at? Yeah, that's, that's probably where we got the Airbnb at. I, could, I was looking, I'm like, what is this? This looks like, I've never seen houses that uh, beat up and dingy with floors falling. <laughs> the background looks so, uh, yeah, I don't know where this was. It looked unbelievable. And like meth capital USA. She, uh, I mean, it's called 600 pound life, so I mean, but she was hefty. <laughs> Oh, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, but, uh, that was, was good. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was just an update from uh, last week. I know I watched, well, last episode. Oh, no, last week. <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched uh, my 600-pound life episode in some some time now, so I definitely got to get back on board because that used to be one of the shows as I'm like just trying to throw something yeah, on that's, that's on a, TV. That's a perfect throw on show. Sit there, sit there, watch an hour, 30 minutes uh, of. Get lost. <laughs> Dang, I only turn on this just to eat my food. Now some of them, some of them get so crazy. Yeah, some of them. They, it, it's a great show. I don't, it's just, I need to add it to the repertoire. I can't believe they, I don't can't believe how they make it. That's a year of filming. They got, and everybody going to see Dr. Yao right now. I'm sorry. So, Call him Yao. <laughs> Dr. <laughs> That's that's a good show. Dr. Yao, Yao Ming is a doctor. The whole show would be him trying to bend down getting into the room. <laughs> On that same episode, the lady asked to have a Dr. Now stethoscope. He's like, what? He's like, Girl. He's like, why are you? You need to be asking for, yeah, you need life. the surgery. You need the help. The tips that you can get to get the surgery from. Dr. Now don't be playing no games. He's very rude sometimes <laughs> to them, but he, he has no choice. They, be, they force his hand sometimes. Right, he does see some things in his life. <laughs> after after when they be making excuses to why they didn't lose all the weight. Like, I don't know what happened. I did all the exercise on the diet. He's like, you didn't lose any weight. <laughs> He's like, this is the first time I've heard this lie. Yeah, just like, pure lies. <laughs> Stop it. You're not running no game with me. I like at the beginning when they always have to show that they show two things at the beginning of a classic uh, 600 pound life episode. 
They tell their backstory while eating the biggest plate of food you've ever seen. <laughs> and then they show them struggles to take a shower. <laughs> but usually when they tell the backstory, some of them actually be having like very sad. Terrible. Backstory. Almost all of them have something terrible that happened to them. But I can't take you seriously when you're shoving a whole cake in your mouth. <laughs> pa- parents died when they was two as they eating a hash brown <laughs> m- monstrosity <laughs> bacon as they're putting in their order to their significant others saying... Um, let me get three hams and they, they say crazy stuff. This ain't even me making fun of them. They really say this stuff on the show. Yeah, they, they really do be happy, like bringing the pans to their bedside, cooking. As I'm watching the show, I always got the phrase in my head. I ain't trying to be mean, but yeah. <laughs> they, well, never mind. I was gonna keep going and going on. <laughs> Anyways, Shout no GPS to- app. Oh my god! Oh yeah, man. let me look up that show that I was saying was on Peacock. While I'm thinking about it, well, yeah. Why are you doing I think that? It's called Queen's Court. I'm about to hit y'all with the updates. Update. I'm sorry, I cannot speak today. At oh, I was botching over my words when I was speaking to people at work today. <laughs> but that's that's <laughs> typical. But I'm about to give y'all an update from our family over at Zeus. They just. Uh, through some new scheduling updates at us on some shows that we can start to expect coming up next down the pipeline. Because if you're up to date and, you know, where I'm at currently watching what's on now, which is Baddies West, <laughs> a.k.a. Baddies Season 3. So now Lumel or Lumiel, how do you pronounce this, the runner, uh, owner of Zeus, he came out and said, oh, I'm sorry, he came out and announced the next slate of shows that we got coming up next. So I'm about to share those with you here. First up, we got... Bad Boys Season 2, a.k.a. Bad Boys Houston. Now, we also just got the cast announcement for that. I'm watching that. So, yeah, I got to take a pause because this this cast, <laughs> they always be one-upping themselves. So, if you, if you watch Zeus, and there's no way you didn't see this cast and get a little bit uh, intrigued about what you about to get. So, first up, we got Jonathan. I knew he was going to be that. Your, your favorite Your favorite hairdresser. He was sending dudes to the pool, uh, sending dudes across the room into the closet. He was <laughs> knocking them out of the house. Yeah, knocking dudes out of their chains, knocking dudes out of their hairstyles. <laughs> he was just he was just he was being a big bully on that show and he was only on maybe like two episodes. So I knew based off of where that sh- that episode or that season went, all the stuff that he's been doing with Zeus since then, I knew he was going to be the new Milan of this season and <laughs> if you watched the last season of Zeus, you know what I mean. Also, we got returning cast members. Your boy, Relly, a.k.a. Where the Money Reside. That's your boy. We got Kirk Franklin's son, shockingly, coming back, yeah. a.k.a. Carry On. <laughs> he, went through, he went to jail after last season. He's been doing some things, so I'm interested <laughs> in seeing where his story comes or comes in at. Also, we got your boy, Anthony, who was from last season. New additions, a.k.a. Celebrities. Orlando Brown. That's insane. And Raz B. That's crazy. These are two very... Wait, hold on. Is there any uh, straight people in this season? Orlando Brown? The stuff he says in interviews? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, that's a little up in the air. He's his his own thing. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so, okay, so... Well, tentative on Orlando Brown. Um, What about... Is Raz B? I I know we've heard things about (laughs) Raz B, but can we for sure say... I think I'm talking more along the lines that have caused that conflict in the house like uh, they had on last season gotcha, where you got gotcha, the t-shirt. Gotcha. Not the guys that can kind of blend in with, with the rest. All right, let me, let me pull up the other ones. Okay, so we got... Okay. 
This one is a little wa- wishy-washy too, because I don't know if you remember Prince from Love and Hip Hop Miami. Nah. Well, he's gonna be on this season, and one of the things with his storyline on that show was people could never tell what he was. So he, that <laughs> he claimed to be straight. So he's just like Kirk Franklin's son. <laughs> Maybe we also have Mo City, who I can't tell you what uh what you know where he likes to you know chill at. I don't know anything about this D person. And then we got these two people who came from the auditions. Actually, all these people came from the auditions, but there's two other ones that I just don't recognize. So I can't, I can't tell you where they go. But I have a feeling somebody's going to step out there and say right. something controversial that's going to have me like, uh, they can't put this on national television. <laughs> but yeah, so the the if you ain't seen the the Bad Boys cast announcement, it's very intriguing for those who watch Zeus. So we got that coming down the pipeline next. After that. We got Crazy in Love Season 2, a.k.a. Blueface and Krishan. Now, if you've been keeping up with all their nonsense, she's pregnant now. He's still fighting a murder case. Yikes. They keep breaking up every other week on social media. So this is going to be just another Season 1, but just amped up a little bit. Maybe some more episodes. So definitely, definitely got to tune in. After that, it's the one the streets have all been waiting for. Jocelyn's Cabaret Season 4. Now, y'all thought the show was canceled after she beat up the whole cast during that reunion episode and got a bunch of uh, <laughs> bunch of charges thrown at her. Nah, that was all part of their plan. Take a little quiet break, pop back out on them so when she starts lashing Cabaret. out on these cast members again, it don't seem as bad because all the buildup right there. And also in the planning processes, we got another season of baddies. They're trying to decide where they're about to go next. They're going to go Midwest, uh, go North, go to a particular state and just hang out. Because right now they're traveling all across the West Coast. So those are just what we got coming up next on Zeus. What I didn't say, which was very disappointing that I didn't hear more about, is One More Chance Season 3. Oh, yeah. I need just. I always just need the first episode. Yes. <laughs> no, you mean the first four because it takes them three oh, yeah, episodes take, to get to the. Uh, it takes a lifetime. <laughs> but yeah, if you if you love Zeus like I do, this these this, this these announcements was very exciting. So I can't wait. Orlando Brown. Yeah, that Orlando. I cannot wait to yeah. see Jonathan put the paws on him because I know it's gonna. I'll be sad. Because if he's been saying all this stuff just on video clips online. Yeah, no repercussions. He's going to be in the house talking wild. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. Yeah. He's going to be talking crazy. I, I can't wait. So with that being said, which which one you excited about the most? I know you don't you ca- casually watch these. I got to see the, I gotta see the Orlando Brown one. Orlando <laughs> Brown, Rasby, added to what Jonathan and, uh, and uh, where the money reside. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> I just got Orlando Brown would have been enough. I want to see Orlando Brown dating show where he's saying all kind of crazy <laughs> stuff. And if he does well on this, we may mess around and get oh. for the love of Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> we might get a, a <laughs> we might get Orlando Brown's version of uh, That's So Raven. That would, <laughs> that would be crazy. <laughs> where he sees the future now. <laughs> and just imagine an R-rated That's So Raven. Him seeing crazy like drug bus uh, <laughs> assaults. I just hate that Arrest. he didn't stay clean. He was doing so well for like a month. Yeah. <laughs> and then he got. And he went right back to it. He got crazy again. <laughs> I'm a little curious about Raz B, though, because if, uh, if y'all follow the path of Zeus, Zeus 
Ray J was with Zeus when it first started. Now Ray J is a part of a different streaming network that's doing the same thing that Zeus is doing just at the beginning. And Raz B was on that yeah. on that uh, committee or whatever with him. But then they had a little quick altercation. The pause was about to get put on somebody. <laughs> the video was released. And now Raz B is on the competition show. It's just, yeah, I don't it's, know what's going on here. It's a little interesting, but this is just uh, ghetto nonsense that I keep up with that I'm pretty sure not many people else follow the backstories around, but definitely interesting. All right. The uh, Queen's Court show that I was talking about that's on Peacock. I want to put emphasis on that because when you hear who these the two the three leads of this show are, you're like, what? They just doing anything? Uh, the series stars uh, Tamar Braxton, <laughs> Evelyn Lozada, and Nivea. This is on Peacock, the NBC Universal Network. So this should be on VH1, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, this is VH1. If yeah, <laughs> and it's a dating show. They're looking for love with partners. Uh, Ten episodes. Wait, each of each of them. Are looking for love or they're helping somebody look for love let me see i believe it's love for them it's hosted by holly robinson pete oh my gosh <laughs> yeah this should be on vh1 <laughs> i gotta see a trailer because this it feels like this would be Queen, up my alley you know what we, we ain't did no watch along on the podcast <laughs> i will throw this trailer onto the tv and i'll tell everybody when to press play i mean queens court Peacock. I'm going to quickly talk why. <laughs> it's a very short trailer, too, so it should yeah, take no time. They probably was like, oh, people actually want this. We made it as a spoof. Oh, now we got to go back and shoot the actual I can't believe show. this isn't. Yeah, this is VH1 or Paramount. Yeah, Peacock getting desperate. Didn't they just sign some deal with somebody so they need extra content, probably? All of us have experienced very public Three queens, it says. In search of their kings. I immediately got thrown off by the way them dudes was just walking into the camera looking goofy. It's hosted by Holly Roberts and Pete and Rodney Pete. No, y'all cannot. Oh, so they all get like five dudes or something, or they just switch them all around and. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting, I'm not understanding the concept of the show. It feels very like uh, one of those uh, messy Netflix shows that's ran by uh, Wish Your Boy Nick Lachey, <laughs> oh, yeah. and his wife. See, this does really got VH1 written all over it. Yeah, is uh, VH1 owned by NBC or VH? That's a. Uh, uh, Viacom or whatever, right. so that's under yeah, that should be Paramount. Under Paramount, <laughs> yeah, that should be on Paramount, not Peacock. But alright, uh, y'all go check out a uh, Queen's Court when it drops. So, I may, I'm, oh, I don't got Peacock. Never mind. <laughs> I got it, but I didn't even watch Bel Air on it. I'm about to say the only reason I want Peacock is so I can marathon the Office and watch Bel Air, and I definitely ain't gonna be running to Queen's Court before all those if I yeah. was to get it. Alright. Well, I want to move on to the uh, next part of the show before we end off with our, you know, boring adult segment is our running list of 30 that we have. So I got a we got a running list of 30 topics. I'm going to start at the top. You tell me if you want to stay on it if or if you want to move forward. We'll go to the next one. Delete that bad boy off and constantly keep this wheel churning along with 30 topics to choose from every episode. Wherever we leave off at, we'll just pick right up. Um, 
pick right up there on the next episode and add some more topics towards the bottom. But y'all never know because I doubt we'll ever get to the bottom of the list by one episode. So these all could just be lies. I could have five topics geared up for y'all, but y'all won't know. Y'all just going to think it's 30. But regardless, let's start at the top now. So again, I'm going to read you the, 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 uh, the topic. You tell me yes or no. And then if you say yes, then I'm going to give you a question to go along with it. All right. At our first up, we got rumor has it. Rumor has it. That Aquaman 2 test screenings are so bad <laughs> that people are walking out. <laughs> you want to stay uh, or keep it pushing? Stay because I also saw some uh, reviews for Shazam that said it was good. Yeah, that's a, that got to be a lie. Because <laughs> <laughs> I saw like three. <laughs> like, y'all lying. Right. Talking about how fun it was. And <laughs> I heard the same thing about Fan 4 Stick before it came out. Ooh. And we saw... <laughs> how wrong those were but all right well we're gonna stay here then so the question i wanted to ask in regards to that what's the worst feeling waking up and seeing this movie on christmas if it's as bad as all these quote-unquote test screenings say it is or getting a boring book for a gift as a kid so put yourself in the shoes of when you're a kid and somebody gave you a book that you have no interest in Gave you that as a gift on Christmas or your birthday. I know this all happened to us. I ain't no religious person, and I got a Bible for Christmas one day. <laughs> hey, ain't nobody ever gave me yeah. a Bible. Yeah, that, that that man almost got the paws put on him. <laughs> and again, I was a child at this time. So would you rather see Aquaman 2 in all its alleged horrible glory the morning of Christmas, that's, that's that's the first thing you do. You wake up, brush your teeth, shower, head to the movies. You don't even get no food in your stomach. Aquaman 2 Christmas morning or getting a book as a kid. I'm going to go with the book because with the book, it's likely surrounded by all the other good gifts I got. So I can, so throw I can that. just throw, throw that book over to the side and <laughs> keep it pushing like a Lamaze class. But <sighs> but if I go see Aquaman, that stink going to stay with me for the rest of the day. <laughs> I'm like, why'd I get up and go see that? <laughs> oh, Christmas too. You spending time with your family. Yeah. Like, oh, stunk. Yeah. <laughs> stay on my mind. <laughs> like how uh house party stayed on my mind a little bit too long after I, I watched it. I'm like, was it that? Did I not like it that much? Uh, I just kept thinking about it. <laughs> with that movie, I'm very curious to see where that movie falls on the end of our list at the end of this year, because <laughs> I mean, a spoiler alert, it'll probably be at the bottom of both, Let but where at the bottom, I'm very intrigued. Just take a little gander where I got it right now. Because I will let you know, it's mm -hmm. not at the bottom of my current list. I haven't seen, I've been still catching up watching some older movies this year, and so as far as, it's at the bottom, 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 towards the bottom of my list. Alright, well, it's, it's March now, so let's see where it goes once we start getting like November, December range. <laughs> That's gonna be that's gonna be funny. Who's gonna win the uh, the heavy eyes uh, bad movie of the year? Say, yeah, whatever the hell we gonna call that the heaviest of eyes. <laughs> the, the, it could not sleeper because we don't. We don't that sounds like we like that movie. Nah, <laughs> definitely not. I will say that it is currently battling for last place with another movie called uh, Fear. See, I ain't seen that. I got your boy uh, Tommy from Power. Terrence J, Ti. That's not. That's. I don't like that cast. <laughs> um, King Back Bach, whatever I ever you want to pronounce that last name. But yeah, pretty much those are the main culprits in that movie. Yeah, I don't like that cast. <laughs> but I'll let y'all. I'll let. I'll let y'all be waiting on pins and needles to the end of the year to see which one is battling it out for la or 
falls comfortably in last place. So yeah, we gotta remember to do our, our full on award show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna have to bring the award show back based off of the the old blog days. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, shout out to Aquaman two when it comes out around December this year. If it actually stays, I feel like Shazam. If it stinks, and it stinks the box office up. We could see some more. Uh, I don't updates. know why. I got. I don't. I won't be a hater, but when it comes to this, like DC or something, yeah. I'll be having a little hater blood and yeah. where, I, where I want it to fail. I feel bad. Cause <laughs> I, no, that's sad. I ain't, that ain't a good attitude to be having. The sad thing about Aquaman is. James Wan is probably my favorite director of yeah. all time, and he directed this movie. Well, one of them to do. To See, that's that's a sign. That's sad. That, that is a shame. <laughs> See, when you choose the wrong side, you got to come get with the winning team. Yeah, you got to deal with the repercussions until. No, wait till it he's blow almost over. free. He's, he's <laughs> almost. As soon as that movie come out, it's good, good clear schedule. So we all, it keeps us humble. We can't all shoot hundred percent from the field. It happens, <laughs> Dwayne. <laughs> See, see y- Yaya Abdul Mateen. He must have saw what was going. He's like, I'm gonna go play a superhero over on this side because I'm done. <laughs> he tried it though by uh, trying to get on that spinoff. He almost oh, had yeah. that spinoff that he was gonna lead. <laughs> Don't think I forgot about the trenches. Swamp. I almost called it swamp. <laughs> Might as well. Yeah, it don't Black, matter. Black Manta ain't the greatest uh, villain name, anyways. Yeah, so he's gone. He's playing uh, Wonder Man. He gets to uh, date Wanda, maybe, if that's the direction <laughs> they go with on the show. We're going to see. They got some options over there in the, in the good universe. But, yeah. All right. Well, for next episode, we are one, or two for two with the first option being the one that we go with. Okay. So let's see if we'll if I'll throw you for a doozy and present a, a trash when option. It be, when, next it be, week. when it be DC up at the top, it, it, just, it, it triggers. <laughs> it triggers. <laughs> it's triggering. <laughs> All right. Well, before we head out of here, uh, hang hang the mic up. We're gonna give our adult nonsense that we you know went through recently. So. I have a, a little story I want to share with y'all, but before I do that, I want to pass it over to you to see if any anything adult happened to you that you want to share with the the the, the person that's listening to this. Or <laughs> uh, I can't remember if I talked about it a lot. No, we, yeah, we talked about beds last time. I attempted to get an oil change. Ugh. I went to one of the uh, uh, like the instant oil change, and they looked in there and they were like, "You don't really need one." So do oh. it. <laughs> I'm here like, now. <laughs> I'm like, I kind of want y'all to just do it, but forget it, I'm going to go to the movies. So I attempted to do something adult, and it, and it didn't work out. So that's why you just don't do adult stuff. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, now my car break down. Cause I ain't yeah, I'm blaming it on y'all. <laughs> I was like, but y'all can put some windshield wiper fluid and all something. that. And then <laughs> put some air in my tires. <laughs> yeah, they, they put air in my tires and put windshield wiper fluid in, and then I left. <laughs> I can't tell you that feeling when you drive in your car and – you, you hear something, you think something wrong with your tires. What's you turn that? Your, you turn your music down. You're driving mm-hmm. silence for the rest of the way. <laughs> uh, huh? Like, is that a, I got a rock in there? Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> like, something off. Something off. My tires is flat. I know it. <laughs> I'm just waiting for that. Yeah, that'd be scary. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did end up getting my car detailed, too. All right, that's I did. I did the mobile detailing. That's, like, that's, come to the crib and I'll just keep peeking out the window and make sure my car's still there. That's what me, uh, uh, was gonna, me and my wife was doing with this little company that she found from people that she knew from school. But then, of course, in typical black business fashion, <laughs> they, 
No offense to those who be running good practices, but the ones who don't be showing up like they say they're supposed to show up or yeah. anywhere close to the right time, yeah. try to hit you at last minute and say, hey, can we reschedule for maybe a week later? It's just that type of nonsense these people tried to pull again, so they they lost our business. Yeah, that's why, that's why I just went ahead and... Pay for that uh, old expensive kind where he he, he took he was out there for a long time uh, cleaning, but and my car's not even all that messy. But yeah, these people these people was good. They was affordable and they came to you. I was like, all right, cool. This was y'all came and cleaned the car a couple times, and then the consistency is where y'all lost it. <laughs> <sighs> Sad, but all right. Well, y'all got a similar situation. I mean, in terms of it dealt with the car it was uh you know out at the wreck. Play some basketball. Just got done hooping on some little kids. Let them hoop on me. Uh, it's like, all right, I got about thirty six miles left before I need some gas. <laughs> I'll get some gas. Stop at a gas station. Gas was three three dollars plus. And for the time period now, that's pretty typical. So I didn't think anything of it. I didn't think to do no research on other nearby gas stations. So I fill it up. I literally get in the car, go an inch down the road. I see 20 cents less at a gas station. And I threw the biggest conniption fit in my car, yelling things at the windshield, the window, pointing at the gas station as if it heard, <laughs> heard what I was saying. It knew where my vitriol was being directed. And I stayed, stayed frustrated. The whole car ride home, even even got lost back in the podcast I was listening to, but then just randomly started thinking about it before I got back home and started yelling again out loud at the fact that I could have saved about 20 cents on gas. Being an adult is disgusting because money management and the things that you got to worry about and the things that you get mad at in terms of saving money. Like the fact that you have to do research on gas prices. If you want to get, if you want to get a good gas price, you really got to look up. Okay, where's the nearest sheets? Can I get that eighty-eight gas? All right, no, I ain't got, I ain't got the new enough vehicle. All right, I don't want to go to like BP because they be spilling oil all in the ocean. When they get showing them commercials, where they be washing them ducks with uh, <laughs> that, that's dishwashing liquid. One storyline all them years ago, and then one spoof South Park episode. I will. Not put no BP in my in my car. But the, uh, so many things that go through your head as an adult, and looking up gas prices and getting frustrated when you stumble upon a much cheaper one is not one of those fun adulting moments. See, I got a bad habit of not looking at any prices and then being shocked when I see it later on. <laughs> you got the, got the, uh, you fill it up, and as the numbers going up, you're like, when did gas become four dollars a gallon? Yeah, I go, I'll be in my car. I uh, put the gas in. I go sit down in my car. I hear that click. I look back. I see like eighty dollars on the thing. I'm like, how did this even? I don't even understand how it happened. <laughs> I don't even know how I got to the gas station. <laughs> this is crazy. How to get how that number get that high? You start going into the actual gas station like, hey, can I get a refund on this gas? Like, like, that's, like, that's why I'll pour some out. <laughs> <laughs> but I ordered pizza just today. She asked me, uh, she said something. I couldn't hear what she said to, to go along with the pizza I got. And then I had asked her to re-say it. She's like, you want some fries for a dollar ninety nine? And I was like, how much would that put my total at? And she told me. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, nah, never mind. I'm good. I don't need that. <laughs> it, was only, it only brought it over $20. <laughs> the way I responded, she probably got off the phone like, like broke okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> ain't that serious? 
<laughs> he clearly don't got a dollar ninety nine extras to shell out on some fries. Like, hey. <laughs> I would have been like, give them to me for free. Those fries. <laughs> but, but why did she, because she did one of those things, would you like to also add a, a, a order of fries for $1.99? Yeah, I don't like when they be doing that. I'm like, I would have ordered that if I wanted those. <laughs> but when did fries and pizza ever go together? Because I would have been started doing that combination. <laughs> I can't, like, flyers, I believe, it's more common. Uh, but okay. at, normally, mm, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's like me. I'm going to go to like Donato's. Like, can I get some pizza? And do y'all happen to sell fries now? Yeah, Donato's just got pizza. <laughs> and that's it. They used to have where you can get uh, a box of 12 cookies <laughs> or one. <laughs> I did another taste testing with them. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna spoil what they gonna drop, but it may be on a bagel. <laughs> so that's all, that's all I'm gonna share. Are they gonna start opening a little earlier? Oh, it's not going to be a breakfast. Then don't put that on there. <laughs> D- do without that, man. <laughs> uh, Donato's, y'all crack me up. But I got a gift card out of it, so it's <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but if you want to see old people not understanding technology. <laughs> Go to one of them taste testing and ask them to do a survey on their phone. So many people was in there like, I cleared my cookies and everything, oh, and I still can't my, get it up. If you got to get, if you get into stuff like that, then. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was like, did you log on to the Wi-Fi? They're like, how I do that? I was oh, like, okay. y'all don't get me out of this room, oh, I'm on survey two, and y'all still ain't even got the first one up on y'all's phone yet. That's sad. That is <laughs> Please don't let me age like that. <laughs> they was literally talking to these people who were running the the little twenty minute session as if they were the ones who had their phones and made their phones and ran the iOS. <sighs> uh, shoot. All right, well that's all I have for today. Anything else you got on your chest before we exit on out of here? Nope. I think that's it. No, no Pennywise. Penny oh, oh that was whack. That was whack. You're stunk. <laughs> like a skunk. Alright, so this has been this has been some nonsense from some thirty year old kids. It's 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 it's, it's uh, your boy Leo. I ain't doing that. Everybody be like, it's your boy, ain't never heard of them a day in your life. <laughs> yeah. It is I, Leo Archibald. Uh Kayanya, Pennysworth, Taylor Joy, Johnson, Vincent. <laughs> the man with twenty names. <laughs> And we can go ahead and just end this off with the... The instrumental, <laughs> if it will play. Uh, you know what? Nope, 